The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents High School Football. Staying out of that eye formation again. Pleasanton looking for their first state semifinal since 2009. Counterplay right side. Crossbuck. There's Dixon again into the secondary. 20 to the 10. And there's touchdown number three of the night for Kessler Dixon. He's got six rushing touchdowns in the last two and a half quarters. Tonight, a trip to Memorial Stadium is on the line in the Class D2 semifinals as the Overton Eagles host the Pleasanton Bulldogs. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Second and five, Husenfeld in motion. They'll go trap play again to lobby, and he's got room 35-30, and he's done it again. 20-10, touchdown, lobby, 41 yards, his fourth rushing touchdown of the ball game. Overton won the regular season contest by 12 and is looking for the first trip to Lincoln since winning the title in 2006. Pleasanton has won six straight and is making their third appearance in a semifinal, and a win tonight sends them to their first state title game. It's the Bulldogs and the Eagles coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Overton with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from Overton. The 2019 D2 State High School semifinals are coming up in 30 minutes between the Overton Eagles, who have tasted it as a community, of being down to Memorial Stadium and playing in state football championships. Taking on the Pleasanton Bulldogs, their Fort Kearney Conference rivals, who are making their third trip to the state high school semifinals, 0-2, falling to Chambers in 2007, and then even farther down the road here to Hayes Center in 2009. But as we pointed out last week when we had the Pleasanton Twin Loop game, the last time Pleasanton made the semifinals, they beat Sargent in the quarterfinals, so they're hoping for a little bit a better result here today, and they're hoping for a little bit better result than they had in week four when Overton won 44-32. Doug Duda along with Randy Bushcutter, our producer engineer Nick Grimes on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. The other side of the bracket is already at halftime, and in the Battle of Unbeatens, it's Humphrey St. Francis 12, Falls City Sacred Heart 8. And just getting underway, Burwell and Dundee County Stratton are playing right now. We'll have an update on that game for you as well. Burwell and Dundee County Stratton. Burwell trying to make the D1 finals for the fourth time in five years. Osceola High Plains taking on Cross County at 7 o'clock. And our game here kicking off at 6 o'clock. But Randy... Very rarely, and setting up last week, we thought maybe we had a chance at some teams that were in the same district playing in a state semifinal or a state final. Not only are these teams in the same district or in the same conference, as you'll hear from the coaches, a lot of these kids know each other through social media anymore. 30 miles is nothing. Right. And these guys know what's going on. Well, they see each other in track meets. They, they wrestle against each other. They play basketball against each other. They're, they're dating the same girls. I mean, they, they know each other, and it is more than just – a friendly little let's try to make it to Lincoln kind of game. This is truly is a rivalry. And again, you, you talked about the success that Overton's had over the years, but Pleasanton, they're no stranger to success in, in basketball. And it's a lot of the same kind of mentality. You just got to learn how to win those games. And these teams 
who struggled at various parts of the regular season, they figured out how to win those games in late October and now into November. I think it's going to be a very interesting football game here tonight. The key is how banged up was Pleasant in the first time that they met? Was it is that a big factor in this football game? Because this is the part of the year when uh, Kennesaw and Elm Creek took care of Overton. They started 0-2, and then they made some changes. They moved Husenfeld out of the quarterback into mm-hmm. the backfield. And outside, they, they rolled every game. They got beat by Elwood, but that was a heck of a game. Uh, just came up on two-point conversion short, same amount of touchdowns in the last game of the regular season. And then they go out, and they've just out-physical teams severely here in the postseason. And that is two huge wins over Garden County and then taking care of Central Valley last week. And, Randy, I think you flat-out have to say Overton's road to tonight has probably been a little bit tougher than Pleasanton's. They had to beat Kennesaw, yep. but they did that for the second time this year. They had already beaten Kennesaw. Yeah, yeah, and probably the, the key win in the regular season that Pleasanton had was also against Kennesaw. So both of these two teams have, have kind of proven themselves. Both of them have kind of struggled at various times. Uh, early on in the year, losing the first two games of the year here for, for Overton. They make the change and bring Husevelt into the backfield instead of playing quarterback. They have grown since then. Pleasanton was banged up for a little while. I think they've grown since then. This really is going to be a much different matchup than what we had in week number four, which ended up being a 12-point Overton win. But obviously that is, you look at that game film, and you know both of these coaches have really said, all right, here's what worked, here's what didn't work, and they've really been able to pour over that film here in the last week or so, knowing that they're going to see a lot of the same things, but with kids that have grown and have established themselves much more so here in the last six weeks since they got together there in week number four. And the teams are really healthy coming into the ball game. Carter Klein's been out for a while here for Pleasanton, but outside of that, you've got both teams that feel that they're at full strength. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We'll take a break. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter, we'll be back to Overton right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Going back to our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard, Dundee County Stratton has scored first. They lead at Burwell 8 to nothing in the first quarter. As the folks are lining up their vehicles and coming into the uh, ball field here at Overton, which, of course, one of the really neat things about it, by being next to the train tracks, we'll be able to hear a few of the Union Pacifics rolling by throughout the night. So let's just go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. No real changes here, especially for 
from the last four games and into the playoffs. For Pleasanton, the center is number 11, 164-pound sophomore Chase Pulowski. The guards are number 31, 162-pound junior Broderick Pates, and number 32, 212-pound senior Connor Hand. At split end, number 10, 166-pound freshman Trevin Went. He did not play in that first game against Overton. And here's a kid that's got a potential uh, all-state wide receiver career ahead of him and maybe not first team this year, but he's definitely going to have some of the top receiving yards in D2. The other ends are number 450-pound senior Seth Eckel and 6'4", 212-pound junior number 8. Tice Westland. The running back, number 21, 177-pound senior Kessler Dixon. He had more touchdowns in the last two games than he had all year, three in each for a total of six. And the quarterback is number 35, 196-pound senior Jackson Keyshaw. The Bulldogs are 9-2, coached by Ricky Westland. Assistants are Casey Loomis, Jordan Arnsdorf, Kyle Giffen, Luke Kuchera, Brett Davis, and Zach Schmidt. Here in the playoffs, they have beaten Brady, Kennesaw, and Twin Loop. For the Overton Eagles, the center is number 97, 245-pound sophomore Dalton Carlson. The guards, the All-Stater Keen Martin, number 79, 280-pound senior, along with number 88, 235-pound senior Morgan Olmstead. At the ends, number 3, 185-pound senior Jacob Surridge, and number 18, 165-pound sophomore Wyatt Ryan. In the backfield, number 32, 160-pound junior Elijah Husenfeld. The I-back, number 45, 180-pound senior Ryan Lobby, just short of 1,500 yards on the season. And the quarterback, number 22, 140-pound senior Ryan Johnson. The head coach of the Overton Eagles is Paul Husenfeld, assisted by Eric Ryan, Jacob Jensen, and Marcus Harvey, 8-3 and three on the season. And here in the postseason, they have taken care of Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing, Garden County, and Central Valley. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. When we return to Overton, we will hear from the head football coaches, starting with Ricky Westland of Pleasanton and Paul Husenfeld of Overton. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data, a smarter way to make decisions, a better way to harness the power of precision agriculture? There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum, activating data. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here from Overton. It seems like it should just be a regular FKC battle, but it's not. A trip to Lincoln is on the line, of course, here tonight as Pleasanton looks for their first trip to the state championship game, taking on Overton, and head coach Ricky Westland is with us. And, Coach, it's up to all of us to make a big deal out of this because it is a big deal, and the coach tries to harness all that energy that his football team has. But what's the week been like since the win over Twin Loop? Oh, it's been great. The kids are excited. Um, you know, we've been to this point in my career two times prior in 07 and 09, um, and every year it's exciting. And, you know, 
I know Overton's been to the state finals now four times, I believe, and it's just an exciting thing. And the number one thing I think is so cool is that uh, two FKC schools are meeting here in this contest. Uh, just speaks volumes of all the kids in the conference, all the other teams. You know, they're, these kids have friendships with the kids from Overton that they're going to see on the basketball court, wrestling mat, you know, and then on the track in the spring. So it's, a, it's kind of a big game because you're going to have to uh, see these kids in and out throughout the rest of your athletic career here uh, as you go through high school. I'll ask Coach Usenfeld the same question I'm going to ask you. How did this happen? How did the seven and eight seeds out of the FKC, who uh, had some losses earlier in the year, find a way to make it here to this uh, West Final? Well, here's my analysis for you, Doug. <laughs> uh, Overton had replaced a lot of bodies. Uh, they had some turnover, and Coach Usenfeld did an awesome job. They were kind of playing with some positions early in the year. Um, they took a couple on the chin. I think they finally ironed out what they needed to do with their personnel, and they started coming on just like they did the year prior. They had made a nice run through playoffs last year. Um, us, on the other hand, I think we have a very strong team, too. Um, we did have some uh, kind of a, a bump in the middle of the season. We acquired several injuries all at the same point. I went into Elwood with only 16 kids on the roster uh, and just didn't get the job done the week before the Overton and Elwood. Um, so I think both teams have learned and have had a tremendous amount of growth throughout the season. Them via personnel changes that they did and just continually get stronger every week. Us, we finally got some kids healed up, and I think that's how you get those two seeds matching up in the semis. Ricky Wessel, the head football coach at Pleasanton. For those, and it always happens, you're going to get a big crowd on a beautiful night tonight, but maybe a lot of folks just haven't even seen a Pleasanton or an Overton game. Take us back to that game the first time around uh, from your eyes, where your football team was and what went well, what didn't go well that night. Um, what, uh, what went well was, uh, well, let me start with the, uh, the negative aspect of that evening. Uh, Overton came out on fire. They're excited. They got up 16 nothing on us. Um, so that was the negative that we kind of played from behind the whole time. Uh, the positive, what I saw from our team was, being down, the boys never like, oh, great, here we go. Nothing like that. Their confidence, confidence and swagger was still there. Um, they still believed in themselves all the way to the final second, ticked off the clock. I mean, they were, they were fighting. And a lot of times if you get a team that's down, uh, they like to throw in the towel right away. They don't like to show that work and the heart that it takes. And I believe that's what's going to be the positive for us that we're going to build on from that first time we met going into this round. And the kids wish they had more time that night. Boys, you have four more quarters to do what you wanted to finish the night before. Coach, uh, you had a football team that has thrown for a school record through the air, but the last two weeks, some of it, or maybe a lot of it, doing with the weather, you had to find a way to run the football, and Kessler Dixon has been outstanding and all the guys around him. But today the weather is going to be kind of conducive to what you like to do. Now that you've got your offense setting at both sides, how much better is your offense this time around against Overton? And it just really opens up the playbook for everything, I would assume. Yes, it does. It makes it a lot easier uh, you know, calling first down, second down plays. Your general, uh, your general calls, you don't have to go to the air immediately um, because you're, we were pass heavy at the beginning of the year. And the, the kids, Kessler's done a great job coming on as a strong running back for us. Um, but up in front of him, our line has uh, showed a lot of grit in learning how to do run blocks. Um, you know, we, you, cannot, you can do run blocking. Everybody can teach it. But when the kids really feel, okay, okay this is the leverage i got to do to move this kid out of the way, that's kind of what they've been learning the last few weeks and getting a nice push up front. 
So it is great to have a multidimensional now offense where instead of just throwing the ball around the playground, now we can run the ball at people if we need to. Let's talk about Overton. Uh, they don't do anything fancy. They kind of live on big plays. Lobby has had a huge year. Elijah has had a 1,000-yard a rushing season. Two kids that are over 1,000. They don't throw the ball unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, as you get ready to play this football team, uh, give us uh, an updated scouting report. Well, a scouting report that we have that's uh, the best for our kids to uh, pay attention to is pull out the stats from the last time we played them. Uh, the quarterback, fullback, tailback all rushed for over 100 yards on us last time. Um, and then they also passed for almost uh, 100 yards. And so the, the old coaches like myself, we call it play action. But you, know, you have to teach to the youth nowadays. The play action pass is basically, you know, as you text people, it's called a JK LOL. <laughs> They're going to fake the run and lots of laughs when they throw the ball and complete it. So we've tried to, to work on that so we don't get burnt deep. Coach, uh, special teams, you have the ability to go for two or kick extra points. And Overton, because of what they do, they like to go for two. What's going to be your philosophy when it comes to that, especially if this is another fairly high-scoring game? Uh, we just got to get more stops in that category. Um, they're going to get their touchdowns. We're going to get our touchdowns. And, you know, that would be another area where uh, a coach might lose sleep, like I have over the weekend, thinking yeah. about whether they can pull off at that part of the field there. Um, we know it's probably not an area where they're going to want to pass, but they do have an awesome little counter pass. They throw the backside end because they lull you to sleep with the tosses and dives, and then all of a sudden the backside corner wants to get in on the party, and there's an end running across his face to the back corner wide open. So we just have to – I'd treat it like – the way their offense operates, just treat them like they would a regular down in the middle of the field. You're going to see everything, their whole playbook on the goal line. Take us back to last week. Uh, you Two things I want to know about the twin loop game since we really haven't brought it up. A, uh, the kick return for the touchdown and how that really uh, can change things for you to start the football game. But then B, twin loop was coming back on you in the second half after you had built a really nice lead. Was there any concern from that standpoint and also a little bit about starting the game the way you did? Well, yeah, the, it was great to start off that way. You know, Trevin went freshman. He went all the way in on that uh, kickoff a return for a touchdown, which is a great – it kind of it kind of can settle the nerves a little bit, I guess, and maybe put the other team on their heels, um, make them think about what they need to do. Uh, and that's huge, though, because the first thing we do when we go out to now kick off to twin loop last week is like, all right, you know, we got to execute better than they did because we don't want that to turn around and come get us. So it's just you have to be aware of the what could happen quickly because an eight-man football can change really quick. Um, the kids did do a good job starting off. The defense was playing great, and uh, I believe I'm the one that jinxed us because I was talking to the coaches on the sideline and said, hey, defense is looking great. We have an answer for everything, and then boom. <laughs> I think it was one of their uh, JKLOL plays down the field for a touchdown. <laughs> but uh, the kids were doing good, and I told them after the game, I said, I'm all right with everything that happened in this game. I said the number one thing is we made mistakes, and they scored on us, and those are the things that need, we need to work on. Um, and correct those before we go into the semifinals. So, you know, you always say things happen for a reason, and we got to take those things, the negatives, and try to teach on those and correct them and get the kids stronger and better for the next game. Should be a great one, Ricky. Uh, best of luck to you and the uh, Pleasanton Bulldogs uh, tonight in your quest for a first trip to the state finals. Well, thank you, Doug, and thanks for all your coverage. You bet, Great Rick job. Thank you so much. Ricky Wesson, the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs, will talk with Overton head coach Paul Husenfeld as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues on Power 99.
Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show with the head football coach of the Overton Eagles, Paul Husenfeld, trying to get back to a state championship for the first time since 2006. And again, that doesn't seem a long time to us, coach, but for these kids, uh, they were hardly running around uh, at three years old, maybe trying to play uh, that day and, and, and watch some of these kids. Uh, it was probably a special week over there as well. Yeah, um, you know, this, this Overton's been a great uh, great place to live and great everything and and the tradition of football has been um really big since uh, i got here and before and so uh, it's just been exciting and you know these kids have not only been able to watch that but be able to watch uh, a couple uh state uh semifinal games too in that era too so yeah they're pretty excited Talk about a 5-3 and three regular season getting to the state semifinals here. And we know the competition that you played. All three of those teams that you lost to ended up being 7-1 and one in playoff teams and, and doing some really great things. What was the key to this playoff run for your team? Yeah, the biggest thing is we made an adjustment early on um, after that uh, Kennesaw loss and decided that we could, uh, you could, we could utilize Elijah and Lobby a little bit better if uh, we moved Elijah into the running back position and and we found a quarterback that uh, kind of been with us this, this whole time, and he's been practicing and just just being patient and waiting for his shot, and, and he got it, and he's just exploded through it. So um, all three of them have just done a great job, and, and it all they credit the line every time because um, without our linemen, we can't go anywhere. So uh, it's just been that, that little uh, tweak of moving someone one place uh, made all the difference. Coach, how much of your offense, considering that it's like 99.9% run the football, how much of it is big plays versus drives? Because we have seen a lot of big plays from your run game throughout the year. Yeah, um, I would say a 50-50. You know, uh, we always take a big, you know, anytime we can have a big play, uh, just sparks your team and and it keeps them going. And that's what kind of helped us out in in Central Valley. But the long drives are, are a key to our offense also because that just helps us um, grind it out against the, the defense and, and keep them on the field and tire them out. So when they do come to offense, uh, they're a little tired because most eight-man teams are playing Ironman. So, um, you know, we want to be able to uh, get them as tired as we can so mistakes happen and we can capitalize on them. Let's talk about last week's game. Uh, confidence, you got up early, and then it had to be your defense, not your offense, basically, that got the job done there in the second half. Yeah, our defense has just done a great job um, all the way throughout this playoffs. That CWCE game, they, they kept us in it, and uh, they played an excellent game against uh, uh, the Garden County. And then, once again, Central Valley, they came through and, and 
pulled out some some great turnovers and put some pressure on the quarterback, but which made them very uncomfortable, and it really helped us out. Talking here with the head football coach at Overton, Paul Husenfeld, as they get ready to take on Pleasanton for a trip to Lincoln in the state high school uh, football finals next week. Coach, let's go back to the first game with Pleasanton. You also jumped out early there over what was at the time kind of a surprise Pleasanton team, the way that they were playing and, and the way that they were throwing the football. Uh, talk about that night and what you thought you did well and what you thought Pleasanton gave you problems with. Um, we ran the ball extremely well, like like we always do. But um, I mean, we were getting to our blocks and and making them miss, and and we really we kind of really tired them out. Um, defensively, uh, we we saw, got some key stops early in the game, which got them a little flustered. Um, they came out second half and uh, kind of got back on on schedule, and then we made an adjustment, um, which kind of threw them off. And so it was kind of we got that big lead, and it was back and forth uh, after that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great game to watch. How different do you believe your two teams are? I don't see a lot of differences. You talked about making that adjustment early on, and that was before the Pleasanton game. So, how different do you think Pleasanton is right now than the team you played the first time? I think we're both different. Um, you know, like our team has just grown so much from. Um, you know, you watch that game, and we just look at you know some of our players and go, "Holy moly!" You know, we were making terrible plays back then, and then we look at them now, like they've just grown immensely. And, and Pleasanton kind of changed their, their mindset here. Um, they kind of realized that it's, it's November and you, you can't throw the ball all the time in November with ice, snow, and rain, and whatever else. So um, they've been really working on their run game and, and getting that going. So um, I, I think they're going to see a more balanced offense from them and, and us. Um, we're going to do what we're going to do uh, on the offensive end. But defense, uh, you know, our kids have just grown and, and done a great job doing it. And I'll just piggyback on that because I did want to know that. Obviously, the weather uh, had uh, Coach Wesson, we talk about it, run the football more the last two weeks than they had basically uh, all season long. What do you see from Kessler-Dixon, and what do you see when it comes to pass blocking versus run blocking and maybe the way your defensive line attacks that? Yeah, I, I mean, it's not, nothing that we really are going to key on one way or another. We, I mean, we have certain reads that we use, um, and not necessarily is it Kessler, but uh, um, he's done a great job of running the ball. And, and, you know, he's going to be a big threat, and I think he's going to be a big part of their game um, along with uh, Westland. So um, we kind of key on those two guys and uh, see what we can do. We're going to match our big boys up with their big boys, and we're going to see um, who wins the battle. Last minute here with Paul Huesenfeld, the head football coach at Overton. Uh, I, it, was the, it was the difference in the game against Elwood, the two-point conversions. Scored the same amount of touchdowns. Pleasanton does have a kicker in Grady Chandler that sometimes they'll run him out, sometimes they won't. But you may be able to dictate what they do if this is a little bit higher scoring game, uh, similar to the first game, with those two-point conversions. Talk about the importance of that. Yeah, um, that's one thing, you know, even uh, before the – Elwood game, we've kind of been stressing like we got to make sure that we're getting these two-point conversions that they're just as important as any other play because um, you know two or three of those add up to or three of those add up to a, a touchdown. So um, that can that can make or break you in some games. So yeah, it's it's going to be a very important part of our game, and uh, we kind of been stressing that we we need to that it's a very important play and, and we need to get it in. So. Uh, Two-point conversions could be the, the winning factor tonight. And I told uh, Coach Westland that I was going to ask you the very same question. How does a 7 and an 8 seed meet in the West out of the Fort Kearney Conference here for a trip to Lincoln? Uh, what do you think the, uh, the key was here, Coach? Well, I think uh, it was just two teams that were in a di really, really good district, had two uh, 
great uh, uh, schedules, and I think it was just it was a, it was kind of fate, I guess I would say. Um, you know, the the first time we met, it was, it was a great game, and I thought I thought it could have went either way, and I think this game can go either way. I'm very talented on both sides. Um, not not taken away from anybody else in in the West. Uh, there's some great teams out there, but I think the drive right now between uh, Pleasanton and Overton has uh, superseded a lot of other teams. And sometimes they just run into a bad night. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It wasn't that any team was better or worse. It's just a matter of some some people either schemed or played better that night than others. So. Well, it'll be great to have one of these teams heading down to Lincoln. And, uh, Coach, best of luck to the Eagles. Always great chatting with you and a great season. Thank you very much. That's Paul Husenfeld, head coach of the Overton Eagles, here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and we'll be back to Overton with the starting lineups on Power 99 right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-peril crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Lammers Truckline, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game. For pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank, best of luck from The River Stop. Lammers Truckline, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Well, the coin toss has been uh, won by Overton, so of course defer. Pleasanton's going to get the football. The national anthem's been sung, and we are ready to play some football. And I thought while we were listening to the national anthem, Randy, and the first train comes flying yep. through here, they got to be going, what in the world is going on in this itty-bitty community in the western, central western Nebraska on a Monday night? They have no idea that these gentlemen are taking the field for the biggest football games of their lives. Absolutely, to this absolutely. And, and again, it is such a great microcosm of really what Overton wants to do. You, know, you get flybys for the big games, you know. Well, they got a train by with the <laughs> national anthem here. And Overton wants to do exactly what the train's doing. That is just chug right down the track and be that unstoppable force. Overton, 
Pleasanton. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter here on KKPR-FM. Carney Overton, Pleasanton, ready to boot it away here for the Eagles to get this state semifinal underway. A low line drive kick that will be picked up at the 10-yard line by Went. Same way he started last week, off to the left to the 20, but he won't break this one all the way. He'll be brought down around the 23-yard line. First down and 10 here for the Bulldogs. And that's a cautious kickoff. They saw what happened last week. They did not want to have that big play start behind uh, early on in the game. Again, Overton, they won the toss. Could have got the football if they wanted to, but they want to assert themselves with defense. Their defense has played very well down the stretch, and they really feel like they can establish things with their defense. 55 degrees. The wind's currently out of the north northwest at 15, and they'll line up in the I formation here with Jackson Keyshaw. Kessler Dixon off left side, trying to work his way through the big line, and there's nowhere to go. A mass of humanity will shove him back a yard. It'll be second down and 11. Mark the ball between the 22 and the 23. There's some of that is just to see what Overton's doing. Also, some of it is to see if you can get a big play right away. Yeah, and Smith, uh, Christian Smith, stacked things up for Overton. Like I said, there was a lot of Eagles there, a whole area full of Eagles. They just stood him up right at the line of scrimmage. You got to have a little uh, seam there to get things going with your pass, with your running game. But again, Pleasanton, they don't mind throwing the football a little bit. They're going to have to throw the football tonight against Overton. And Christian Smith has really had a great run in these first three games of the playoffs. As we'll have twins to the right side here. It's a complete snap to Dixon out of the Wildcat to the 25. Lowers his shoulder, gets close to the 29-yard line. They'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 28. It's going to be a gain of five. It'll be third down and about six yards to go. And extending things out over there is going to be Ryan Lobby. You call his name a lot on offense and defense. Obviously, he carries the ball uh, 218 times through the course of the year, but he also makes about 218 tackles as well. Yeah, Ryan Lobby is the name for both teams out here. Uh, you got a lot of good kids, but he leads Overton in uh, all the major statistical categories without passing. So it's third down and a long six. Out of the I formation, double tight end. Keyshaw hands it off on the cross buck left side. He goes nowhere. Jacob Surridge gets to Dixon and drops him at the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth down and seven. Well, a little bit of that is that defensive end, making sure you turn the corner. He was able to actually come inside and crash as well as have that contained because he had such a good angle. So a three and out here for Pleasanton, and now Keyshaw will have to punt it into the wind and back to return it is going to be Addy Vance, and the kick is a good one. Vance goes past him, and it's going to get a heck of a roll, and he'll finally pick it up back at the 7-yard line, trying to avoid Kessler-Dixon down the right sideline to the 10, to the 15, and he'll be brought down at around the 20-yard line, but a lot of roll on that punt. That ends up, Randy, being a 46-yard punt, and then it's returned from the seven, they'll mark him out right at the 20-yard line, so a 13-yard return, and Overton gets their first crack at their own 20. And he's able to keep his head about him. I mean, you, you, you don't get the ball immediately. You look up, there's a lot of pressure coming, but yet he was able to kind of make that first initial juke, and then after that, felt a lot more comfortable. So it'll be first down and 10 here. As Pleasanton went three and out. Overton takes a little time breaking the huddle. And they'll have it first down and 10. And the fans already getting a little anxious here. Wide out to the right side. They'll run a fake little option and back to pass. Johnson wants to throw. Now he dances in the pocket, looks for a hole, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage where he is dumped. And the tackle made in there by Wyatt Reese. So a team that wants to run the football, 
Goes play action pass with the first one, and Pleasanton has it covered well. Well, they've only thrown the ball 36 times through the entire season. That's in 11 games. They only average a little bit more than three passes in an entire game, and to start the game with it is kind of an interesting way of just trying to make sure Pleasanton doesn't get comfortable. So it'll be second down and 10. Lobby in the backfield. Felt. they usually line him up at the wing. Now they move him in motion from left to right. The ball is dropped, and now they have to pitch it out to Felt. He makes a man miss and gets five yards out to the 25-yard line. Good block there by Jacob Surridge with the initial center quarterback exchange ended up on the ground. And a good job there by Johnson to pick it up. And by that time, he couldn't keep it. He just threw it out here on the pitch to Husenfeld, and he crashes forward for five. Well, Coach Husenfeld in the pregame mentioned the, the growth of Ryan Johnson, at quarterback, and that's a good example of it there. Didn't panic, knew he had pretty good line surge in front of him, so he had time to handle the football, and then made a great decision by pitching it out to Husenfeld. So Husenfeld slot right, lobby about two paces behind his quarterback, Johnson. Hard count, trying to draw him off sides. Now pitch play, lobby makes the first man miss, has the first down, breaks a tackle, 35-40, and now it's a foot race to the end zone, and Ryan Lobby will win that every time. 55 to the house, and Overton scores first. Well, I had Lobby over at Overton, and it's just big play after big play after big play. And he got a 55-yarder right there where there was contact in the backfield, but one-on-one, it's very hard to bring Ryan Lobby down. Well, he runs behind those shoulder pads, came in there, dropped his head, hit that first would-be tackler with that shoulder pad, blew him off of the point of contact, and then has the speed to go right up the middle, take it 55 yards. And you want to make a statement early on? Well, Overton just made it. That's our five points bank touchdown, a 55-yard run by Lobby. Now Overton lines up to go for two. Husenfeld in motion from left to right. Pitch it out there to Elijah. He has to dance back, and he's going to be hit by Westland and dropped, and the two-point conversion is no good, something that we also talked about with the coaches in the pregame. So with 8.53 to go in the first quarter, it took three plays for Overton to score. The Eagles six, pleasant to nothing on Power 99. Overton Dental is a proud supporter of the Overton High School coaches and team for their accomplishments on and off the field. Don't skip regular dental cleanings or avoid going to Overton Dental because you're afraid of possible problems with your teeth. Regular checkups and cleanings can help stop dental problems before they start. Call Overton Dental at 308-987-2437 and schedule your visit with Dr. McClanahan. Located in Overton at 401 5th Street. Good luck to all the area athletes from Overton Dental. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Wyatt Ryan ready to boot the ball away. A low line drive skitter that is scooped up at the 14-yard line. Room up the middle of the field to the 20. A stumble to the 25, and Kessler Dixon will get up to the 28-yard line. First down and 10. And on the tackle for Overton, Micah Myers, the sophomore. And so both kickoffs, you can tell there is a strategy. Knuckleball and on a hard surface. I mean, the field is great. The, the, the facilities here at Overton are as good as anywhere, especially in eight-man football. But uh, you, as you said on the opening kickoff, you don't want to loft one up there for Trevin Wynn. If they had a little bit more of a, of a comfortable bounce to him, there actually was well blocked, good blocking up in front. And he had a pretty good seam there. But just that extra second it took him to get the handle, 
kept it so uh, you, you're not lined up for an extra point right now. Well, let's see what Pleasanton does here on their second possession. They're going to go twins right and left, empty backfield here. And the low snap to Keyshaw. It's fumbled, but he's able to dump on top of it. They had set Dixon in motion. Looked like it was going to be a quarterback draw, and we have a flag as well. And that came in late. It was at the older, the, the tail end of the play, and that's probably a hold where it was thrown. That's pretty hard to hold on a play like that, but it will be our first penalty of the football game on Pleasanton. And that'll back them up to the 18-yard line if they accept it. You may want to decline it because then it'll be second and 14. Let's find out what they do. And they are they're, they're picking like the football marching. up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the right call. Pleasanton into the wind. You're relying on your defense. It'll yep. be first and 20 all the way back at the 16-yard line. Maybe force Pleasanton to throw it into the wind. I think even though they got the ball first, they would love to run this clock in the first quarter. Yes, they want to score, but they want to run some clock, and they want to do that by keeping it on the ground. But they've got to have some success there to do it. Well, you can also use your defense as an offense because that's how much confidence Overton has in their defense that they can start winning the field position game by driving Pleasanton back defensively. So first and 20, Jackson Keyshaw, three-step drop. Wants to throw, it's covered well, throws it out here and over the head of Went, covered there by Jacob Sir. Just nothing there. Again, that's another one of those quick little passes that was only about a five-yard route, trying to chew up a little bit on each down, and that's where you run into trouble now. First and 20 is hard enough, but uh, first and 23, actually, they probably mismarked that. Uh, because the penalty flag was at the original line of scrimmage. Yeah. They walked off the 10 from where the sack occurred. So Which they, was a loss of three. Yeah, they mismarked the football. It should be second and 20, not 23, because it would have been uh, tough to hold behind the line of scrimmage on that play. Keyshaw back to pass. Just a two-man rush. Down the left sideline, and Dixon's wide open on the wheel route. He's got it at the 40 and into Overton territory at the 34-yard line. A 29-yard completion and a first down for Pleasanton. And again, that's that big play offense. You can hold Pleasanton three and out, three and out, but then they can hit the big play as well. They're going to have to be consistent, though, with that passing game because you don't want Overton wearing you down all night. But that's a a big hit here for Pleasanton. Seemed like everybody was covered except Dixon. We've seen that play a couple times where they haven't hooked up in the playoffs, but Dixon with a wide open and a nice pass into that 15-mile-an-hour win. So first and 10 here in Overton territory. The Eagles are up 6 to nothing. We're four minutes into the football game. Bubble to the left side, single wide out to the right side here. On first down and 10, Keyshaw. Out of that empty backfield, shotgun. Looks right for Wynn and way overthrows him, but that's probably okay. Lobby was there covering him from the linebacker position. And it'll be second down and 10. Do want to update you on what else is going on. They are at halftime in the West Final in D1. Dundee County, Stratton, and Burwell, 8-8 at the half. Humphrey St. Francis has scored twice in the third quarter. They lead Fall City Sacred Heart 24-8 in the third quarter of play. Cross County and Osceola High Plains, the final game to kick off tonight at 7. They were pretty close over there. Yeah, it's interesting. This side of the bracket, 7-8 getting together. The other side of the bracket, the one seed, you know. Yeah, one, one and a couple three. undefeated teams. Yep. Second down and 10 here for the Bulldogs at the 34-yard line of Overton. Keyshaw sends Dixon out of the backfield. He's open in the right flat. That's where they'll throw it. He's well behind the line of scrimmage. He's got no blockers. He's going to do good just to get a yard on the play as Jacob Surridge was there. Ryan Lobby in the area. Christian Smith was over there in the area. Once he caught that football, it took a while for it to develop. It was one on three. Anything he got was on his own. 
But again, in space, they like the idea of getting him out in space. If he could have made that cut back to the outside, maybe he had a little bit of chance. But a good job by the uh, defender pushing him to the inside. Don't forget, not only are you listening to high school football on Power 99, you can listen to all of our high school sporting events online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Podcasts are up from all the games from throughout the year as well. Again, four wides, tight, twins on each side with Keyshell on third and nine at 32. Looks like he wants to screen. Instead, fly pattern, jump ball for Westland. There's all kinds of contact and incomplete surges on him. They knew they wanted to throw it, and they used the sideline as an extra defender there. Even though there was some contact, that was a well-defended play by Surridge, and it'll be fourth down now at the Overton 32. Or 33, now they mark it. Dixon was open on the left side, but again, with that wind, that would have been into the teeth of the wind. Would have been a very difficult pass to kind of throw into that wind. Would have hung up. And Pleasanton is going to use a timeout. Coach Wessel likes to do that on fourth down. They're in a situation where if they don't get it, you give Overton pretty good field position. So with 6.48 to go in the first quarter, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's Overton 6, Pleasanton nothing. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Jay Brothers in Overton is a proud sponsor of the Overton student-athletes and wishes them good luck. Jay Brothers Gas Station and Taste of India Restaurant is conveniently located just off of Interstate 80 at the Overton exit. Stop in before or after the game for coffee, pop, food, and the coldest drinks in town, plus the cheapest gas and diesel you will find. Hungry? Get your authentic Indian food at the Taste of India Restaurant, plus their famous pizza, too, only at Jay Brothers in Overton. Well, Overton trying to stop Pleasanton on fourth down and nine at their 32. Went wheel right out of the backfield. Keyshaw looking that way over the middle for Wesson. He goes up and makes the catch and dives forward for the first down. He's at the 30, make it the 20-yard line, a gain of 12. The tackle made by Max Kulhanek. And 6-4 is what you needed there, Randy. 6-2 wouldn't have got it done. It would have been no. too high for him. Yeah, he was climbing the ladder really well. And, again, he's a big target, and they've come to use him a little bit more. When I saw them play Kes- uh, Kennesaw early in the year, they hadn't really targeted him very much. They have really picked it up in the second half of the season, looking for big number eight. That was a good play all the way around because it was still well defended. First and 10 now, Pleasanton at the Overton 20-yard line. The Eagles are up 6 to nothing. 6-20 to go here in the first quarter. Second possession here for the Bulldogs. Pistol with two men in the backfield. They'll give it to Dixon, hit in the backfield, and Surridge is going to bring him down. A loss of three on the play, and there's Keen Martin blowing up his offensive lineman, and there was no chance for Kessler Dixon. It's going to be second out of 12. Now, obviously, Surridge is going to get the tackle here, but again, the timing of that and the cutback lane was taken away by Keen Martin. Again, he got in there very quickly, disrupted everything on that play, so a loss of two, and now you're, you're... Granted, they're a passing team, but they're behind the chains a little bit. They need to be consistently moving the ball. They've had two big plays. Other than that, the Overton defense has done exactly what they want them to do. Pleasanton has not been able to run the ball so far in this game, and they're taking a world of time in the huddle. They break with about eight seconds. Dixon comes out of that shotgun again, and he'll take the snap. 
Inside draw, trying to get outside Dixon and nowhere to go. They're going to lose more yards behind the 25 to around the 26-yard line. A loss of at least three on the play. It'll bring up third down. Surge was able to push that to the outside. Ryan Lobby was there. Then here comes the rest of the Eagles as well. Uh, And again, Surge blew that one up, was able to force it to the outside where he had plenty of help. That was well schemed by the defense for Overton. Third and 15, Pleasanton at the Overton 25-yard line. So again, going the wrong way, but they have found a way to hit a couple of big pass plays on this drive. And again, you got two plays to try and cover it. You don't have to get it all right here. Staying with that different formation, Dixon to the backfield, two wideouts. Keyshaw fakes the handoff, looking right the whole way, throws it underneath to Dixon on a screen, right side 25, and he's tripped up, got back to the 20. So all he got was five yards, and you're back at your original sticks. It's fourth down and 10 for Pleasanton. Well, if you're going to have a screenplay work, you're going to have to find somebody that finds Ryan Lobby because he made a perfect open field tackle, gain of five, and he understood the situation. He just wanted to make sure that he could use that sideline as an extra defender, gave up maybe a yard or two to make sure that he made a good form tackle there. So right now the running game for Pleasanton is in negative yardage. Yeah. And they've got to find another way to hit another big pass. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter with you here from Overton. Thanks to Athletic Director Brian Fleshman and the entire crew here for their hospitality. Fourth and ten. Trips to the left. Single to the right in Westland. Looking for Westland. Jump ball. Hit as he throws. Trying to come back for it. Incomplete and no flag. Trying to crawl back over the defensive back. And Vance, and he just couldn't get back to it. The pressure came, Randy, and Keyshaw had to throw before he was ready. Yeah. Tice Westland pleading his case here to the referee, saying, I couldn't come back for the football. Yeah, they, and there was contact there, and the defender did not look back for the ball. But in high school, I think they give them a little bit more of a breath on that. You know, you're going to see in a college game somewhere. And Yes, there was contact, but again, that was so underthrown, it really was uncatchable. So Overton stopped at the 20 or at the Overton 21-yard line. Pleasanton is stopped. The inside handoff, Husenfeld into the secondary. Echo will bring him down across the 25 to the 28-yard line. A gain of seven for Elijah Husenfeld. They're up six nothing with three and a half to go and here in the first quarter. A lot of momentum, obviously, for Overton. Pleasanton's got to find a way to just draw a line in the dirt and say no more, no further. They've got to find a way to get this ball back. Can't really. And granted, you're only down six nothing right now, but again. Right now, all that momentum going for Overton. They've got to find a way to stem that tide. As expected, an incredibly big crowd here tonight coming to see this FKC matchup in the state semifinals. Second down and two. Lobby in the backfield and Johnson under center. Husenfeld in motion from left to right. Lobby straight up the middle. First man misses. He's got the first down. Just keeps the legs churning for 32-yard line. That's only a four-yard gain but it looked like he was moving through a brick wall, and he's got the first down. Well, it was a little counterplay, but then when he took that little juke step where he wanted to go, there was a defender there, so he went back to where his original juke step was and was able to just kind of drag the pile forward for a gain of four, showed a little bit of agility and a little bit of a power there. Well, the key for Overton, and we talked about it with Coach Usenfeld in the pregame, is I asked him, are you a big play team or a team that drives the football? He said 50-50, but I think against the teams that – had zero, one, two wins. Maybe they did. Uh, they've hit some big plays against some big-time teams. Here's a counterplay again. Husenfeld comes out of the backfield in motion, and Eckel picks him up off the ground and drives him backwards. He'll be at the 35-yard line. And we have our first little bit of extracurricular activity 
And a flag on a personal foul face mask on Pleasanton. Well, that's too bad because that was a perfect form tackle there by Seth Eckel. And how a face mask got grabbed with how he stuck his shoulder into his stomach and drove him back. I mean, it couldn't have been on Eckel because he had him bear hugged. Yeah. So no, it 15, wasn't on Eckel. No, a 15-yard penalty. And Overton now in Pleasanton territory. Actually, their first snap in Pleasanton territory because the touchdown was a 55-yard run by Ryan Lobby. Mark the ball at the 30-yard line here on the near hash towards the Overton sideline. Of course, here you've got an east-west field. It's just like Highway 30 running through here in the train tracks. Huesenfeld off the left side will be in motion. They'll almost every time counter puck here to Ryan Lobby. Gets to the 25, and he'll be trunked down at the 22-yard line. And on the tackle again is Seth Eckel. Another eight, eight and a half yards on the play. And a good blocking up front. Nice little seam, exactly what was there, kind of that run-through lane that was well-schemed again for the offense here for Overton. And again, good crowd for Pleasanton, but they haven't had a whole lot to cheer for. If they can find a way defensively, can the Bulldogs, they can get that momentum back, but right now it's all wearing blue. Second down and two. Using felt motion left to right. Lobby off the right side. Quarterback Johnson's going to keep it on around the right side. Enough for the first down. Inside the 20. Dives forward to the 18 just to give the dogs a different look. Tice Westland in on the tackle. But move the chains on a four-yard gain. First down and 10 again here for Overton. So the first game, Overton struck twice in the first three minutes. And they were up 16 to nothing. And it was an even game from then on. Here, they're just trying to take a two-score lead at the end of the first quarter. 90 seconds remaining here in the opening stanza. Overton 6 Pleasant to nothing. First and 10 at the dog, 18-yard line. This is after stopping Pleasanton at the Overton 21. Eusenfeld right wing in motion from right to left. They'll hand it to him back to the right side, and he is going to be hit around the legs at the line of scrimmage, fall forward for a yard. Looks like it's Keyshaw that came in there from the secondary and wrapped him up. So a gain of none, they're going to say. Second out of 10. And I think you got to take some some risks here if you're going to be Pleasanton. You need to kind of have that run blitz and anticipate that they're not going to throw the football like they did the very first play from scrimmage and really come in there and attack. they got they got to roll the dice here a little bit as Pleasanton. They can't afford to fall down two scores. So second down, lobby again. Has the lone back with Huesenfeld to the left. No wide outs. Johnson, pitch play left side. Has to cut back inside, and Westland got through untouched, and he makes the tackle. Olmstead looked like he had to block two guys that time and chose one, and Westland came through. And the first negative play of this football game for Overton, they're going to lose two. It's third down and 12 now at the 20. They came with a little bit of a slant, uh, the uh, defensive line did. And when that happened, they couldn't reach Westland because he's so quick. And Overton's going to let the clock run out here in the first quarter. A 55-yard run on the third offensive play of the game for Overton after they had stopped Pleasanton at a three and out. And that's your score in the D2 state semifinals here in the West. It's the Overton Eagles 6 and the Pleasanton Bulldogs nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most in your fields and yields they don't lie with over a thousand top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years rank seed proves its value through superior genetics and production one family seven generations all working for your success rank means results 
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, if you didn't hear earlier today, the University of Nebraska Kearney football team was invited to play in a bowl game for the second time in school history. They'll get Winona State of Minnesota down in Excelsior Springs, Missouri, Saturday, December 7th, and kickoff is set for noon, and there's been a few Overton Eagles that have uh, suited up for UNK over the years. Absolutely. So we start the second quarter. Here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Overton, third and 12 Overton at the Pleasanton 20, leading six to nothing. Same set. And back to pass this time, Johnson out of the backfield. He gets it to Husenfeld. It's complete at the 15, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds by Westland at around the 11 yard line. So that'll be a gain of nine, fourth down and three. And they'd really given Husenfeld a lot of uh, cushion there, but. Almost every single play, Elijah's in motion. That time they didn't motion him, and he got a head start off the snap. And another beautiful thing about that, it just, again, keeps Pleasanton from being able to do the run blitzes that I said they need to do. It, it does kind of slow that down, but a huge play here for both of these two squads. First completed pass first, for Overton of this football yes, game. They're one out of two. <laughs> they tried to pass on the first play of the game. Fourth down and a long two. Husenfeld in motion left to right. They give it to him off the right side, and oh. he's not going to get it. Tice Westland along with Bailey, or Brady Klein, excuse me, were in there to throw him backwards at the nine. He's going to be a yard short. And so Overton is stopped on fourth down after marching from the 21 all the way inside the 10. That is a big moment here for Pleasanton. That's something for them to build on. Again, their offense, they moved the ball a couple of times, had a couple of nice plays, but they needed to get that emotional lift here on defense, and if they can march down the field, so much the better. They're only down six, but they need to gain a few first yard, first downs. They need to have a little bit of that comfort level. So Pleasanton, third series of the football game, and they trail six to nothing. They'll start this at their own nine-yard line out of the pistol. Single wide out to the right side. Fake it to Dixon, rolling right under pressure, having to run it as Keyshaw, and Keyshaw is drugged down from behind as he got close to the line of scrimmage, but probably a loss of a yard of the play at the eight. It'll be second down and well covered that time by Overton. And again, you see how well Overton's able to shed blockers there. As they were rolling out, there was a couple of guys out there that uh, acted as lead blockers, but they were able to fight right through there. There was about three guys. There was really nowhere at all for Keyshaw to run. So it'll be second down. They'll officially call it 12, marking the ball at the seven-yard line. Keyshaw in the pistol with Dixon with him. Twins to the right. Single wide receiver to the left. That's the wide side. Now they'll empty the backfield. Blitz up the middle. They drop the football. And he got back on it, but at the two. Oh, they were trying to run some razzle-dazzle as soon as Dixon got out of the backfield. That was a low snap. And now all kinds of trouble for Pleasanton. It'll be third down and a real long, about 17 from their own two. Yeah, you just cannot absolutely afford that. And Overton, they were they were smelling blood in the water there. They were coming with the blitz, figuring that Pleasanton was going to have to throw the football. They were trying to get the sack and get the safety that way. They almost got a touchdown handed to them. So now Pleasanton, the wind at their back. Do they take a shot? As we said, Overton's done well in the playoffs, getting pressure in the backfield. Four wideouts, back to pass down the right sideline, looking for Wesley, but just overshot him. 
Timing not there. Double covered. It would have had to been a perfect pass, and it was a really good pass. He just has to get rid of it so quickly. And now Keyshaw's going to have to punt out of deep in his own end zone. And you're not even really going to get the full drop back. So, again, if Overton wanted to be aggressive here, they could they could go for the punt block here because gonna a, they're, they're going to have to get rid of that ball pretty quick. Probably hard to take advantage of the win. Max Kolhanek to return it, and that's a really good punt. Kolhanek's going to let it bounce near the Pleasanton sideline, pick it up at his own 37, gets across midfield to the 35 to the 34-yard line. That's a 42-yard punt and a 7-yard return, and Overton will start in Pleasanton territory. First down and 10, leading it 6 to nothing with 9.34 to go here in the first half of play. Over in the east, the winner of this looks like they're going to get Humphrey St. Francis, who's leading Fall City Sacred Heart 24-8 in the fourth quarter. Into the third quarter, Burwell and Dundee County Stratton, they were tied at halftime, but they're into the third. We'll get another score update for you there. It was 8-8. Osceola High Plains and Cross County will kick off at 7 o'clock. You know, there's those games where you're, you're dominating for a while, and I didn't see the flag. But There is a flag on the return. It's a hold on Overton, so that'll back the ball up or uh, push in the back either way. Uh, back to the 35-yard line of the Eagles. Kind of feels like Overton has dominated the game, but they're up only 6 nothing. So, again, you got to cash in. Otherwise, that tends to jump up and bite you later. And they'll mark the ball ready for play. First and 10 at their own 35. Inside handoff around the corner and a big gain. 40, 35, 30. Husenfeld right side. Touchdown saving tackle at the 20-yard line by Klein. And they ran a little something different again there. You never know what they're going to do with Husenfeld. But that time he picked up 25 yards and it's first and 10. Well, like his dad said earlier when we talked to him in the pregame interview, by taking him from the quarterback position, that gives you one more option, another look that you can have that you wouldn't have if you didn't have Husenfeld at that wing back at that other running back position. So and they really have found a, a clever ways to put him in use. That time they just ran Lobby and the quarterback to the left, had him come cutting inside, handed off, and he turned the corner. So first and 10, they'll give it to Husenfeld again. Hold off the left side of the 20. He fumbled the football, and Pleasanton's going to pick it up. Now they're going to try and run with it, and Keen Martin just decleated the Man picked up the football, who I believe was Seth Eckel. Yes, it was, yep. at the five-yard line. Boy, Husenfeld had made another good cut, got into the secondary, and then the ball was pop free and Pleasanton uh, is going to catch a break here with the first turnover of the game. And again, there wasn't any other jerseys around there, so picking up the ball and trying to advance it was actually a good decision by Pleasanton because they had plenty of time to maybe try to make something happen. But, wow, that hole closed quickly. So Seth Eckel picks up the football at the five-yard line. First and ten at their own five. Out of the eye formation now. And Keyshaw just going to give it to Dixon, trying to find some room off the right side. There just isn't much there. He's able to fall forward for two, maybe three. They had stood him up, and he was able to slip off and fall forward. Olmstead and company over there on the tackle. So a two-yard gain, and that is their second-best offensive play running the football. I mean, that's only the second time that they've had positive yardage running the ball. The other one was a five-yarder. Don't forget Monday Night Football tonight between the Chiefs and Chargers, 715 on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. Second down and eight. Ball at their own seven after the fumble recovery. Bulldogs trailing six to nothing. Pitch play Keyshaw this time to the left side. Finds a little bit of a seam to get close to the 10, and he'll be stood up and backed up, but he's going to get about three. It'll be third down and five. And you can't abandon the running game. Again, they haven't had a lot of success running the football, but you can't completely abandon it. But now you're in a situation where 
you pretty much have to throw the football. Third and about six here. They've got to find some way to start moving the ball, start winning that battle of field position. But at least now your punter has room to punt the football. So third down, we're going to call it five at their own ten. Stay out of that eye formation here for Jackson Keyshaw. He'll drop back the pass, rolling right, throws it out here in the flat, complete to Dixon, but he's going to be drilled in the back, and he will not get the first down. He's shoved out of bounds at the 13, so a gain of about three more, and it's fourth down and two. And again, Ryan Lobby right there, stride for stride with the coverage, and able to close on that one. And again, he was able to have that cushion just a little bit, Knowing they need to get five yards, he just he knew where that line of scrimmage was, where that first down marker was, and he defensively stayed in front of it. So Keyshaw will punt it away again. Last time a 42-yard boot for him with this wind at his back, but he'll stand at his own four. Here comes some pressure, got it away. That's a sidewinder that's taken by Kohanic at the 30. Starts right. Klein has him wrapped up. He'll get to the 35 to the 37-yard line. A 37-yard punt that time at about a 7-yard return. So Overton is getting the good field position, and right now Pleasanton's got to survive until they can hit a big play here. Seven minutes to go first half. It's still Overton 6, Pleasanton nothing. And with that hang time, there just wasn't any seam for him to run, even though he caught it nice and cleanly. And again, as I said, it, it, it feels like Overton has really kind of dominated the game, but it doesn't look like that on the scoreboard, and a lot of times when that happens, Later on, you look up there, and it's like, why aren't we up by 14, 16, 18 points? And then you end up falling behind. So we're ready to go again here for Overton, trying to cash in once again. Lobby been a while since he touched it, so they'll pitch it to him. Starts left, cuts it back on the seam. He'll get into Pleasanton territory, but just barely to about the, well, not even the 39. They're just going to say he crossed the midfield stripe. So a gain of three. It'll be second down and seven. They'd run Husenfeld a lot on that last series and had a little swing pass to him as well, but they fumbled the ball that Pleasanton covered at the five, and so Lobby carries that one. They kind of sent him to the library, just pitching the football and say, go read. Go, Go find where that hole's at. Go read it. Well, that's what he does, and if there's just one crackback block or one pull, he usually finds a gap and takes it all the way to the house. And that's how this game has seen one score, a 55-yarder inside handoff. Again, and ball's fumbled, but Lobby's on it. Keyshaw came back and hit him as soon as he grabbed it, forced the fumble, but Lobby's momentum let him fall back on top of it. It'll be a loss of a yard. It'll be third down and eight. Well, Keyshaw's absolutely the reason for that fumble to begin with because he was there as soon as they're handing off that inside handoff. He had great penetration there by Keyshaw. Great crowd on hand here. As we're trying to send somebody to Lincoln, either Overton, where they won it all in 2006 and have been there a few times themselves, or Pleasanton for the first time ever. Third and eight at their own 39-yard line. Husenfeld in motion. They have a wide out to the right side. Option to the right side. Johnson breaks a tackle. First down, just barely. Good job to come over and make the tackle. Trevin went, but he's got enough to the 31-yard line. A gain of nine. And again, there was a whole lot of room over there and just one bulldog in Went that was going to have a chance to make that play. Well, Dixon was there for the uh, initial block, but again, good good ball management there by Johnson. Put the ball in one running back's belly, was able to pull it back out and find that little uh, area there. That looked almost like a triple option, but uh, good read there by Ryan Johnson. And again, a, a gain of almost 10 yards will move the sticks here to the 30-yard line. So it'll be first down and 10, Overton up 6 to nothing. Clock down to 5.15 to go second quarter. 
And Husenfeld follows Lobby off the left side, and he is brought down after a short gain. Pleasanton really plugging the holes here. Kang tackling at the 28, just a gain of two. Second down and eight. And again, it's taking time off the clock. This this fits in very much with what Overton wants to do, and that is lean on you, just wear you out. And they've been able to do that as they've had a lot more offensive plays than what Pleasanton has so far here in the football game. So with 4.45 remaining here, 6-0, Overton in the second quarter. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. First half stats, score updates, and a lot more. On second down, Lobby, fullback dive off the right side, inside the 25, going to get to about the 22. That's a gain of five. It'll be third down and three. Now, Klein makes a good play from his linebacker position, but they got to that second level so quickly that it still is a positive play here for Overton. And we have a official's timeout. Looks like maybe there's some blood on the field somewhere. And so trying to just get down Kessler Dixon to wipe it off on the ground. The referee says, no, son, i got to send you to the sideline for at least one play. And so he'll trot off the field. And they'll have to bring in T.J. Bailey in his place on an important third down and three. Fall City Sacred Heart has scored. St. Francis 24, Sacred Heart 16 in the fourth quarter in the other D2 semi. Husenfeld slot right in motion. He'll go left side. Lobby will follow him over that hole, and he's going to get to the 20-yard line and should have enough for the first down. Well, they just used Husenfeld in so many ways. That time he was basically a pulling guard. And the way Overton has always liked to run their offense when Husenfeld was a quarterback, they'll pull that quarterback. He'll be your lead blocker on most of those run plays. And he's doing it now from just a slot back position. So the ball continues to move towards the Pleasanton goal line. 6-0 Overton. Four minutes and counting now here in the first half. And a fresh set of downs for the Eagles. First and 10 at the 20-yard line. Six first downs here for Overton in the game compared to uh, two for Pleasanton. And those came on the same drive. And they were stymied, stopped on a fourth down attempt. Using felt from left to right. This time they'll drop back to pass. Rolling right, Johnson rolling, rolling, throws towards the end zone. One-on-one jump ball, and it is knocked away and incomplete. Trying to get it into the hands of Wyatt Ryan in the back of the end zone. And Tice Westland was back there to knock it away. Well, that seemed like it hung up forever. But he was throwing into the wind. And so that ends up being just a, a harmless, incomplete pass. But... It almost looked like for a moment there that the uh, Bulldogs had an angle that might have been able to pull off the interception. Brady Klein, I believe, was the man that knocked that down. So we'll give Brady the credit. It'll be second down and 10 at the Pleasanton 20. Clock stopped with 3.33. All three timeouts remaining for Overton. Pleasanton has two if they get the ball back. So Husenfeld left wing. Lobby just down in that fullback stance. Toss play, Lobby, short side of the field, tries to find the sideline, and Echo will shove him out of bounds, and then he got popped again as he gets close to the 15. Maybe make him just short of that. It's going to be a gain of four, third down and six here for the Eagles. And again, you don't have to hit any panic buttons here if you're Overton when you have that incomplete pass and you're looking at second and 10 because they've been able to lean on him and, and get about four yards of crack, and this obviously is four down territory. So third down here for the Eagles, trying to get a two-touchdown lead before halftime. Their defense has been outstanding. And let's see if the Dogs can answer here. Husenfeld lines up on the left side. The ball is on the far hash. They'll move him in motion left to right. Hard count, and I think maybe they drew him off sides. Pleasanton was ready to bring the house. And again, that's one thing that's also different about high school. You don't get that opportunity to get back 
and get set, yeah. they're going to ding you right away, and now it's third and one. Yeah, there was no contact there, but once you get in that neutral zone, it's play over. And there is no such thing, again, as baiting the defense. They don't call that anymore. Every once in a while back in the day, they'd, they'd flag the quarterback for doing that, but they don't do that anymore. So it's third down and one. Ball at the 11-yard line. Need to just cross the 10. Well, it's hard to watch Aaron Rodgers do that on Sundays, and then you do exactly the same thing, and it's yeah, a penalty. Exactly. So Lobby again on third down and short. This time they'll give it to him off the left side, and Lobby's got the first down. Wasn't looking for much. He just kind of dove over the left guard, and he's got a first down. You follow Big Keen Martin and Olmstead, yeah. you're going to do okay. Yeah. I mean, you just look at, at the size of Morgan Olmstead, 235. He's just a he's just a road grader. So it'll be first down and goal for Overton. Ball at the eight-yard line of Pleasanton, leading at six to nothing. The clock running with 3:20 to go here before halftime. Pleasanton has recovered a fumble and stopped Overton on fourth down. So Overton, who has controlled the time of possession, ready to go again. Husenfeld lined up to the right side, take the snap. There's that inside counter to Husenfeld. He's hit in the backfield by Keyshaw, breaks a tackle, and is at least going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Good hard running by Elijah Husenfeld, but no gain on the play. It'll be second and goal at the eight. Yeah, Connor Hand got in there, and also Seth Eckel was able to clean it up there at the end. No gain. And, and, and great reads there defensively because they just flew in there and filled the gaps. So Ryan Johnson comes over, gets the play, working out about like they would want in the blue and white here of Overton. Milking the clock, a long drive here. Now all they got to do is finish it by getting it in the end zone. Second and goal from the eight. Motion from right to left. Husenfeld follows Lobby off the left side. He's going to get to the five. He's going to drag defenders down to the two, and he's just short of the goal line. He's inside the one. Seven-yard gain for Husenfeld, and it'll be third and goal. And he leaned that ball forward. It came out. Now, again, I think he it came out when he slammed it past the goal line, but his knees were already down, so that's only a gain of seven. And that could have gone one of three ways. Could have been at the seven, could have been a turnover, or it could have been a touchdown. So third down and goal inside the one. Will it be a Johnson sneak, or will they try to run more power? They're going to hustle up to the line of scrimmage. This has sneak written all over it, and off the right side, Johnson's not in, and now a penalty flag comes from the referee. And that's assist. You can't do that in high school. You can do that in a college game where you push the uh, running back forward, but you can't do that in high school. Again, that's another one you just never see called anymore. I thought maybe he was going to hand it off to Ryan Lobby, but that was not the case. And that will make it a little harder here on Overton. And I don't remember, Randy. Is that loss of down? Or will I believe it, be it is. I, I thought it was, but I'm not I positive. Believe it is. You just well, never see it anymore. Yeah, we'll see it here in a second. It's a five-yard penalty. Moves the ball back to six-yard line. So aiding the runner, a five-yard penalty on Overton. And our referee... They did not, did not signal give us a signal. They yeah. say it's still third. So third and goal at the six. Eagles now spread the football field out. Three wide receivers. Husenfeld in motion. They will run option to the short side. Pitch it to Elijah, and he's hit. That ball is knocked away. They're going to call it an incomplete forward pass. Trevin Went was over there on contact. Pleasanton thought maybe they had scooped it up. Jackson Keyshaw had the football, but the side judge says that was a forward pass. 
It was a forward handoff. So maybe a break there for the Eagles. Huge play here, fourth and goal at the six for Overton. Let's see if Coach Eisenfeld burns one of his timeouts. I would use one right here. There's no reason to keep them. Right, right. Can't, you don't get bonus points for him for having three when you get in the, in the locker room. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So try to catch the attention, I think, of one of the officials. The clock's not running, so you just will use the timeout now. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. Overton 6, pleasant to nothing, 125 to go in the first half, and it is fourth and goal at the 6 for Overton when we return. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, shoots, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PersonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by Cattlemen for Cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by Cattlemen for Cattlemen. 125 remaining here in the first half of play. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. Don't forget state football is brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As Doug Duda, along with Randy Bushcutter, our producer-engineer Nick Grimes in Overton with a tight one. And will it be tight at halftime, or will the Overton Eagles get into the end zone for their second touchdown of the first half? 55-yard run by Ryan Lobby, 8.53 to go in the first quarter, our only score. Pleasanton got the ball, stopped three and out. And again, this is doubly huge because Overton's going to get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, you could get up three scores real early, real easy here. So Houston felt slot left, lobby right behind Ryan Johnson, the quarterback, double tight end, fourth and goal at the six. Sends Houston felt in motion, and we've got a false start on the right guard. A five-yard penalty here. Overton, I think, what is that, just their second penalty, Randy? Yeah, yeah, just their second one. But, boy, you had third but, but and second, goal. But second was after they got the first and goal, though. You had third and goal at the half-yard line, and now you've got fourth and goal at the eleven. They were called for aiding the runner, trying to just quarterback sneak it. And the weird thing about that was Lobby went forward and wasn't back there doing the shoving. So now you almost have to throw the football, Randy. Yeah. And that's not what that Overton not their does. Strength, no. They only throw it when they don't expect to throw it. So off the right side here is Wyatt Ryan. Surridge to the left. Slot right side here as well. Three wideouts. Johnson takes the snap. Four-man pressure. He's under pressure. Over the middle, the ball's knocked away by Jackson Keyshaw. Trying to throw it right over the middle of the football field to Wyatt Ryan. He had a little bit of time, scrambled, but well covered there. And the Bulldogs survived somehow over to not able to get it in from inside the one. Well, as you said, you, you have to force it in there. And so Johnson threw it in to really double coverage because Seth Echo was there with great coverage in underneath, but it's fourth down. Uh, You give up an interception in the end zone, what's the difference? Well, now Overton went at their back. Good football quarterback in Jackson Keyshaw. Even though they're at their own 11-yard line, you probably think they're going to try to take a shot here. Yeah, well, they've had that 29-yard pass earlier. Let's see if Dixon wheels it out again. Keyshaw under pressure. He's hit. He's sacked. Nowhere to go. He's back at his own two. And that was what Overton decided to do. They're just going to bring everybody. They brought the house at a loss of nine or eight on the play. They're going to mark it, looks like, at the three, so a loss of eight. It'll be second down and 18, and now Pleasanton is not in a hurry. 
that does change things dramatically, which is exactly why Coach Husenfeld made the decision he did, which was a great was a great idea. You're rolling that ice a little bit against a good quarterback, but you've kind of gotten Keyshaw flustered all game. Yeah, you you wanted him to try and throw that ball into coverage, and he didn't. Uh, he ate the football. Yeah. So Pleasanton here now on second down and 18. Out of the I formation, and Keyshaw's just going to try and quarterback sneak it forward. Let's see if Overton uses a timeout. I would. They are not. I'm surprised Overton isn't using a timeout here with the ball back at the three-yard line. But Overton will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. Pleasanton does not have to run another play as we're down to 15 seconds to go. So not a lot of offensive fireworks, but there wasn't a lot of offensive fireworks in the Pleasanton-Kennesaw game, and there wasn't really a ton of offensive fireworks, especially in the second half last week for Overton and Central Valley, and Overton won the first game of the year in the playoffs, excuse me, 16-14. So they're fine with this after one half a play here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's Overton 6 and Pleasanton nothing. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Overton Veterinary Services is a proud supporter of area student-athletes. We have been in Overton for over 50 years and provide valuable services to the community and surrounding areas. We are pet parents first. Overton Veterinary Service, a full-service animal hospital, and welcomes both emergency treatment and pet patients needing routine medical, surgical, and dental care. We treat pets like the valued family members they are. Call us at 308-324-7202 or online at overtonvet.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to Overton, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. The first half in the books, and the hometown Overton Eagles leading the Pleasanton Bulldogs by a score of 6 to nothing. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter with you here as we take a look at the other games that are underway on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Uh, Dundee County Stratton a safety, but Burwell a touchdown, so it's Burwell 14, Dundee County Stratton 10 in the third quarter up at Burwell in the D1 West Final. The D1 East Final will get underway here in about 10 minutes as Osceola High Plains 
hosting Cross County. Cross County 4-4 four and four going into the playoffs. So they have made a run. They were down 12-0 early last week and then won it 36-12. And uh, they've got to be getting close to finished down there at uh, Humphrey. Humphrey St. Francis 24, Fall City Sacred Heart 16 late in the fourth quarter of play. So the winner of this will play the uh, winner of that game between St. Francis and Sacred Heart. This year, D1 has the morning game at 10-15, one week from today, 2:45 for the uh, second game. That'll be the D2 game. And then we've got the Class B game on Monday night. It'll be Scott's Bluff taking on Omaha Scott. They know a little bit about yeah, each other yeah. after uh, uh, Scott's Bluff playing so well here really over the last decade. And then next Tuesday, the early game will be the C1 final between Pierce and Wahoo. Then the 245 game in C2, Sutton will be taking on Oakland Craig. We'll also have that on the breeze, 94.5. And then the Class A final, Omaha West Side and Bellevue West uh, coming up. And that will be the 715 game. And don't forget each and every one of the championship games on ESPN 1460 and 1550. As we said, the Sutton game with Oakland Craig will also be on the breeze. The winner of this game against either St. Francis or Sacred Heart will also be here on Power 99 next Monday. Oh, it's kind of interesting. How, how do you have a rivalry between Omaha Scott, Omaha <laughs> team, and Scott's Bluff? But they have played in the playoffs so many times over the last five, six years that it really has developed into a pretty good rivalry. And going into the season, I think everybody said it's Pearson Wahoo in Class C1. Well, it certainly showed up. That's exactly how it's worked out. Yeah, but we had a couple of area teams that were undefeated yeah. on Friday night just I got it handed to him. Adam Central by Pierce and St. Paul by Oakland Craig. And uh, sometimes you just don't know. You can play so well, and one night it just doesn't go your way. And let's not forget our six-man friends. That'll be the first state champion crowd this Friday night, 7 o'clock kickoff at Foster Field. If you've never seen it, oh. I'm going to tell you, it's worth it. Harvard and McCool Junction. McCool Junction went all the way up to Cody Kilgore, pulled the upset. As Bob Jensen pointed out, last year they went six-man. The four previous years, I believe, they were 3-21. and 21 in eight-man football, dropped down to six, gave Wilcox Hildreth all they wanted in the playoffs last year. Will Hill went on and won the state championship. Harvard's been number one all year long. They actually got pushed a week ago by Sioux County. We're going to talk with Coach Scott Trimble of Harvard tomorrow on our Doug and Daddy show on ESPN Radio. Also another sports note, if you missed it earlier, the UNK football team has been selected to play in a bowl game in the Division II. There's not many of them, but uh, this is only the second time in school history that has happened. They'll play uh, Winona State out of uh, Minnesota, down in the Mineral Water Bowl in Excelsior Springs, uh, Missouri, yeah. a little east of Kansas City. Yeah. And that will be Saturday, December 7th. That game is at 12 noon. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight, the Chiefs and Chargers on ESPN 1460 and 1550. That will kick off here in about 25 minutes. Loper Volleyball, uh, they had to do a little extra work Saturday, but they have an undefeated regular season for just the second time in school history. They'll play Missouri Southern in Kansas City, the 1-8 matchup, Thursday at 5 o'clock. In the first round, and then you got basketball going on for the Lopers, the Broncos, the Huskers, Hastings College soccer headed to the NAIA National Tournament. So a lot going on as we're still making that transition. And again, congratulations to the Overton Lady Eagles, yep. Coach Ryan, just the second ever trip to state. Probably didn't get the best officiated game, and I know you say that a lot, but it was just one of those weird things with all the double touches in that contest. 
uh, that they lost to Bergen, and then Bergen went on to the uh, state runner-up, uh, beat Pleasanton the next day. And uh, So congratulations to both of those. Pleasanton and Overton making the deep run in the state and the volleyball tournament. Now here they are in the state semifinals of football. It's a great time of year because you can talk about the fall, and obviously we're talking about two football teams here, Pleasanton and Overton, that still have a lot of things. they got everything still in front of them. And then you take a look at the, the volleyball team that just wrapped up, and then right around the corner we're going to be talking we're going to be hitting the mats. We're going to be playing uh, basketball. So you get that future as well. So it's that great time of year where you kind of have that transition. And going back to UNK. That, that, what a, that officially began today, by yeah, the way. Winter yeah. sports could begin practice today. Yeah. So it, it was, and with UNK, you know, what an emotional time it was for that football team because they lost a game. They kind of felt like they had to win on Saturday. Did not play well. Got beat. And then they find out just about 48 hours later that they got invited to uh, one of the few bowl games that's out there. I think that's what happens when you do things the right way and you're the good guys. I think that's how UNK is Every once in a while you get good karma. And yeah. I think that's what happened. Six to nothing here, Overton leading Pleasanton. Randy Bushcutter will be back and take a look at the first half stats of our ball game when we return on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission's not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We're at halftime. Overton on their home field, leading Pleasanton 6 to nothing, with a trip to Lincoln on the line. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Pleasanton, and they have had a world of trouble trying to run the football. They, as a team, have 11 rushes for a negative 11 yards here in the first half. Kessler Dixon has six carries for two yards. Jackson Keyshaw has carried the ball five times for a negative 13 yards, as they have really made... Pleasanton one-dimensional in the air. Jackson Keyshaw is 5 of 10, throwing the football for 49 yards. And uh, the majority of those yards came on one drive. 
where he was able to connect with both Kessler Dixon and Tice Westland. Westland has one catch for 12 yards. Seth Echo has one catch for two yards. Dixon has uh, three catches for 35 yards, including a 29-yarder. So they had about uh, 40 uh, of those 49 yards in the span of a couple of plays. And so they have a total of 36 yards of offense here in the first half. Again, negative 11 on the ground and uh, in the air. 5 of 10 for 49 yards for Jackson Keyshaw. Overton's running the football pretty well. Ryan Johnson has carried it three times for 13 yards. Elijah Husenfeld has seven carries for 62 yards. And Ryan Lobby has 11 carries for 85 yards. So 21 rushes for 160 yards. Overton is one of four throwing the football. Ryan Johnson with nine yards passing. Husenfeld with a nine-yard reception. And so a total of 169 yards in total offense here for Overton compared to 36 yards for Pleasanton. The only score of the game came with 8.53 to go in the first quarter. Overton's first drive was cashed in by Ryan Lobby on a 55-yard run. That made it 6 to nothing. The two-point conversion was no good, and that is our score here at halftime. Well, amazing uh, how this game could play out. Uh, we'll see if there's a lot more offense, as we saw from a couple of these teams uh, throughout the earlier portion of the playoffs. This is what we're going to see, and it comes down to who takes care of the football. Uh, Pleasanton probably, uh, Overton could probably be up another score. This should probably be at least a two-touchdown lead for Overton, but it is not, and uh, we'll see what they do on the first kick of the second half. Grady Chandler can squib it. He also has got a good enough leg, but uh, Overton has had good starting field position all but once. I think the worst starting field position is 20, and about every other time uh, they've been out around midfield or better. Yeah, the best drive at Pleasanton ended when they could not get the fourth down conversion, and that was after they had the 29-yard pass completion plus an, a 12-yard pass, comple- 12-yard pass completion. So that one drive is really where the majority of Pleasanton's offense came, and then they still came up empty, and that was the only time really that, that Overton wasn't at midfield or maybe even better. And remember on that drive, there was a hold. Yep. They fumbled the snap, and they called a hold. They marked it back 13 yards, and it was first and 23. Then it was second and 23. They hit the 29-yard pass. Then it was fourth and nine when they hit the 12-yard pass to Westland. So they had to make a couple of big plays just to even get those two first downs. And we now know that the winner of this game will be playing number one, Humphrey St. Francis. They hold on for a 24-16 win over Falls City Sacred Heart. Also, now into the fourth quarter, Burwell 14, Dundee County Stratton 10. Here it's 6 to nothing in favor of the Overton Eagles. We'll be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet, Travis Meath, Ravenna, Josie Jacobowski, St. Paul are reigning winners. And you could be next to nominate one of the fine athletes from these schools, Overton and uh, Pleasanton. We've had winners from the FKC and uh, obviously had some great seasons that we talked about earlier at the half. So uh, we are getting ready for the second half. And, Randy, uh, what what are you looking for here between these two teams? I think Pleasanton's got to find a way to get that short passing game going. It seems to me that Overton, with their bulk and their hands in the air, it has left very few opportunities. And I'm not even sure they've drawn up plays for just five-yard button hooks and things like that. It's more down the sideline, maybe take a deep shot. And uh, for Overton, they just keep banking on the big play that eventually they're going to bust another one on you. Well, I think you can still run your fly patterns. You're just going to have to cut it off. Instead of holding it, holding it, bouncing it a couple of times, and then chucking it deep, you're going to have to just take a three-step drop, lob it, and try to run underneath it. And I don't know how much they've uh, timed that out, but I think Pleasanton can still look to extend the field a little bit. I think they're going to have to because right now, Overton's been able to pinch everything in and take away that short passing game. So I still think they got to take some shots, uh, and we'll see if uh, Coach Westland's been able to kind of diagram something to kind of make that happen a little bit more because I think they've got to find some way of moving Overton to the outside. Everything they're, they're able to keep everything on the inside, and you make a catch, you only get one or two yards. Well, there's been no uh, shootouts so far today. Again, Burwell's up 14-10 to over Dundee County Stratton in the fourth quarter. St. Francis beat Sacred Heart 24-16. And here, it's 6 to nothing in favor of Overton. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Nick Grimes, our studio engineer. Randy Bushcutter, Doug Duda, our sideline reporter, Brett Bowen tonight. We really appreciate his help here. We'll be back with the second half as Overton will get the football when we return. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Blue Cheese Bacon Steak Burger. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Community. It's a place that means coming together. A place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. 
Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. We are back here at Overton, and our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Impact and Pioneer Seed Science with service delivering success. We talked about it earlier. It's just an incredibly beautiful facility. Even the way they paint the lines, put the eagles in both of the end zones here, the track. Uh, the only mistake they made with that is they didn't make it an eight-laner, but that's okay. It's just a beautiful football <laughs> facility here. So thumbs up to everybody that takes care of uh, the football facilities here in Overton. Yeah, it really is. And, and, again, we judge things a lot by the press box. It is an elite <laughs> press box <laughs> compared to most that you run into. There's a lot of there's a lot of Class B schools that don't have a good enough, as good a press box as what Overton has. Yeah, they, they do a good job. And uh, we will get ready to boot it away here for the first time in this football game. It is Grady Chandler. Now, he does have the wind at his back. And as expected, the wind has went down a little bit throughout the football game. And here we go to start the second half. Chandler's going to kick it as far as he can. It'll be picked out of the air there by Husenfeld at the 6. On the right hash, he comes to the left of the 10, the 15, sideline 20. Lowers his shoulder, runs over a man, and is going to be shoved out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Good hard run by Elijah Husenfeld and Overton. First and 10 to open up this second half. And I've always said that the most important drive of a football game is the first one of the second half, and especially more so here because Overton really has kind of exerted themselves, has four times as many yards as what Pleasanton has, but only six points on the board. So they need to get that lead up to where they can start feeling comfortable, and if Pleasanton can get a three and out here, they're right. They, they have the momentum then. And Overton, they don't show you a lot of formations, but they do run quite a few plays. Husenfeld on the follow off the left side. He gets to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Lobby that time got low, and uh, Pleasanton's defensive backs kind of came over the top of him. Lobby trying to take out the lineman, and Husenfeld, a gracious half-yard gain there. It'll be second down and nine. And Trevin Went was the last one to come in there to make sure that play, he wasn't able to run over the top of that, regain his balance, and clean that one up. So a good job of just stacking everything up for the bulldog for the dogs right up front fort carney conference battle a lot different than the first time when it was 44 32 and a lot more points on the board using felt in motion from right to left follow again lobby same play they just ran this time they block it a little bit better and he gets to the 35 to the 36 that's going to be a gain of eight on the play and it's going to be third down and one and overton sure seems to have a lot of those five plus plays as far as picking up yardage on a run. They don't have a lot of things between 10 and 20, but uh, they have the one 55-yard touchdown runner, but a lot of get one or two, then get five or six, and then get the one or two that you need and keep the chains moving. See, I'm, they've got eight of those. They've got eight yards or more. You know, So, again, they, they get that nice little hitter where, yeah, they haven't lined up a first down yet, but obviously very manageable here, third and one. So third and one at their own 36-yard line. Johnson under center. Using felt from right to left. They'll give it to Lobby this time. Lobby is going to be hit, but he gets the first down, and Johnson took a shot because the Pleasanton defensive back thought that Johnson still had the football. 
but Lobby's able to get a couple, and that'll move the ball up to the 39-yard line. That'll be first down and 10 here for the Eagles. Well, Lobby was actually hit right at the first down sticks, and how many times is he not going to be able to get at least that extra yard there? I mean, not very often because, as I said, he runs right right behind those shoulder pads. He's just a strong, strong runner. Looking for another 100-yard gain. He's went over 1,500 yards for the season here tonight. And he only needed 13 yards to do that. Here's a toss sweep right side lobby. Stiff arm in the backfield. It didn't work. And now a 15-yard penalty on the freshman, Trevin Went. They say he rode him out of bounds. That would have been a five-yard loss. And then they bail him out with a late hit. Ryan Lobby didn't like that. He got up with a little bit of sass. And again, really close. I hate to see that either way, but he did tackle him out of bounds. I don't know where... The whistle was he rode him for about five yards, yeah. so it's hard. It's not like he hit him out of bounds. He tackled him out of bounds, and that's going to be a huge play. So instead of second and 15, it's going to be first down and 10 because I think that'll be just enough to move the sticks. It'll be right at it anyway. Yeah, that looks like it's enough by the length of the football. They might break the chains out. Yeah, it is going to be first down. That is a tough call. I think it's the right call in this situation. However, they got to wait for the moving the sticks here. Yeah, they're they're eyeballing it here. That should be a first down. That should be moving the sticks, not first and a half inch. Pleasanton doesn't want it to be a first and a half inch, and they actually are going to bring the chains in. This is where I always chuckle because yeah, you walked at approximately 15 yards, so we'll see how close it is. The chain gang bringing out the chain, just like Cardi Towing and Repair would do for you. If you're stranded on the side of the road, no matter where you are, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. So they'll bring the chains out here and see if it is enough for a first down or if it'll be first in inches. One of these days, they're going to develop the technology where there's a chip. Absolutely. And it connects Bluetooth, and we get all that taken care of. Absolutely. Nonetheless. I won't develop that because I am not near smart enough for that. Well, that would require us making money. Why would we want to do that? That's why we're doing this job. (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to make money, this is what you do. Two minutes gone here in the first third in the third quarter, still six nothing. But Overton now first and ten at the 31 yard line of Pleasanton. Husenfeld slot right, motion right to left, follow play again off lobby. He's going to be able to get to the outside where Seth Eckel is trying to ring him down, and he does after a couple of yards. But here is a penalty flag. Tice Westland came through there and got spun around. They might be calling Overton for a hole. They're already walking backwards. Haven't been a lot of flags in this game, and it is a 10-yard penalty, so it'll be first down and 20. And the ball will be back just inside midfield for Overton. And Pleasanton's got to find a way to cash in on this penalty to make sure they don't get the first down, maybe even get in a situation where Overton might want to punt the football so they can get the ball back. Again, crucial, I think, for Pleasanton that they don't fall behind by a couple of scores. You're listening to the state football semifinals, Class D2 on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hazard, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter here in Overton, 9.45 to go in the third quarter. It is still Overton 6 and Pleasanton nothing. Overton now, after the hold, faces a first down and 20 at their own 39-yard line. Usenfelt fake the jet sweep. They'll toss it to Lobby. He wants to follow him in this stretch play. They're going to tackle him about where he was before. And Trevin <laughs> Webb just pulled up. I mean, that's the exact same spot on the football field yep. where he just got flagged for unnecessary roughness. That time he ran him out of bounds. And Lobby 
trying to maybe make something big there. He, he gets all the way to the edge, still looking to, to cut it up the field, and those two times was unable to do so. Well, there was a lot of white jerseys in front of him. There, he was looking for a cutback lane, and they just playing flat out wasn't one. They had a whole pound full of dogs chasing him. So a loss of four. It is second and 24, Overton at their own 35-yard line. Will they go to the air? Johnson going to go quarterback follow off the left side, and he's brought down by Kessler Dixon after a gain of three to the 38-yard line, something that we haven't seen Johnson do more than one time in this football game. Okay, great read there by Dixon. He was able to just kind of follow the flow. He followed where the uh, blockers were going and just cut in underneath and was able to chase down the quarterback from behind. And now you got third and a whole bunch here. And again, I think if you're Overton, you're not looking to pass the football. This is this is outside of your yeah. Uh, your defense is doing game. its job. Absolutely, your defense is doing its job. It doesn't look sexy to the fans, but your defense is doing the job. Don't third dig down. a hole. Don't dig a hole. Yeah, no wideouts. They're not spreading it out here. Third down and 21. And they'll just fumble the football in the backfield. Johnson picks it up, and then he is tackled back at the 30-yard line. Kessler Dixon. So they might have had a little something. That inside handoff they've done to Husenfeld a couple of times coming from the wing, but the ball fumbled back to the 31-yard line. A loss of seven on the play is going to be fourth down and 28. It was first and 10 at the 31 of Pleasanton. Now they're back at their own 31. And it's not overly cold, but it can be cold enough that sometimes with that snap it can go bad on you. So now Overton to punt the football away. Into the win, Kohanic blocked! Blocked at the 20. It's going to spin inside the 10. Westland is going to dive on it. It's going to be down at the two-yard line, first and goal for Pleasanton. It doesn't matter who covered the football. Overton, I think, actually got back on it. But the punt blocked, and not only is it blocked, it goes back 29 yards to the two. First and goal at the two, Pleasanton. Great time to come with the punt block. I mean, and also the first opportunity you've had. So now you got all the momentum you got the ball at the two-yard line absolutely positively you've got to get a touchdown here if you're pleasanton so remember earlier in this game overton had a third and goal inside the one and did not score ended up with back-to-back penalties and at the 11-yard line couldn't get it in so can overton's defense stiffen up here do you go to the air the first player do you just try all on the ground Keyshaw, quarterback sneak right side, got about a half a yard as he tried to follow his right guard that time. Pates and Hand, the guards, the center is Chase Pulowski. About a half a yard gain. We'll say it's just outside the one, and we do have an update for you. For the fourth time in five years, Burwell is headed to the state championship 28-10 over Dundee County Stratton holding Dundee County Stratton to two points after the first quarter of play. Congratulations to them. Boy, they have, they've gotten that figured out because that team grew a lot through the course of the regular season. Broderick Pates is the fullback in the power eye. They're going to toss it back to Dixon. He tries to follow Pates, and he's going to be thrown down. Keen Martin got him around the waist. He couldn't get his feet moving because of the players getting down at the bottom of the pile, Jacob Surridge, and then Martin able to throw him down. So it's going to be still at the two-yard line, lost a half a yard, third and goal. Well, they've had more negative plays running the football than they've had positive plays. So you may want to roll out your quarterback who can run with the football pretty well and look to throw it. I I love those run-pass options. You just want to punch him right in the mouth. I think you had to decide on first down what you were going to do with this series. So we'll find out. Still out of that eye formation. Third and goal at the two. Keyshaw back to pass. Blitz throws it up into the end zone for Westland, and it is incomplete. Fourth down and goal. 
great coverage there in underneath by uh, Overton. I think that was it was intended for Brady Klein, yeah. by the way, not Westland 8-9. and nine. Sometimes they get those big boys turned around. So now fourth and goal at the two. They blocked a punt, and they haven't moved it an inch. Six to nothing, Overton. 6.43 to go here in the third quarter of play. Boy, would this get the crowd here at home fired up. Stay out of that eye formation. Keyshaw sets him down. Here comes the blitz. Fake the handoff. Wants to throw. Keyshaw throws into the end zone for Klein. Overthrows it incomplete. And there's a penalty flag. There's a penalty flag on the play. Well, that's usually where you get the hold. I think this is going to be on the offense. Well, the Overton coaches were not too pleased there. Keyshaw rolled out, so that's probably not roughing. Tripping, tripping on the offense. And so Overton will take over at their own two-yard line. What a huge stop. And again, not only does it take time out the clock with that momentum, you know, they just it just breaks your heart if you're Pleasanton. And now your defense, again, has to find a way to dig down because now all that momentum, even though you had your punt blocked, now all that momentum goes right back over to Overton. Well, money time, Ryan Lobby. Can they find a way to get him free or even Husenfeld? Now it's up to Pleasanton to not allow first down here. They've made some nice stops in this football game. Can they do it again? First and ten at their own two-yard line here, leading six to nothing after a huge defensive stop. Inside trap lobby. He's got some room. Breaks the tackle of Eckel to the 10, to the 15. He's dragging Bulldogs with him to the 17-yard line. That is the big play right after the big play, Randy. And now Overton's got... Tons of momentum, and you can hear the crowd. Absolutely. Seth Echol gave up 30 pounds, gave up that forward momentum to Ryan Lobby, and he just, Echo got in that hole, but you just can't slow down Ryan Lobby. As I said before, he runs behind those shoulder pads. It's all forward momentum, and he was able to drag him forward for a huge gain of about 15. If Overton drives the field here, that would be tough to overcome. Husenfeld in motion from left to right. They feed Lobby. Oh, there's a pass that goes forward. They're going to call it a fumble and a return for a Jackson Keyshaw touchdown. The ball went forward. I think that's the right call. He was going to say it was punched out from behind, and just like that, we're tied at six. Well, his body was falling back. The ball went forward, but his body was falling back. So to me, it makes sense that that's a fumble. As he was being wrapped up and lost the football, so a huge defensive play to tie things up. And now we heard from the coaches talking about the importance of two conversions, especially Coach Usenfeld during the pregame. I'm surprised Pleasanton's not kicking this. You don't need to. No. I mean, if you're thinking multiple touchdowns, yeah, but I'm surprised Pleasanton's not kicking this with Grady Chandler, and not that he's automatic. And they're taking a while to get this play run, but they're not counting by the back judge. They're doing okay. Still no five-second count. And now they're thinking about it. Yeah, they're going to call timeout. They were not lined up like they wanted to be. And so a timeout taken here by the Bulldogs. It would be an interesting one to see on instant replay. There's absolutely no doubt about it. He was hit on the backside. The ball came forward, and Jackson Keyshaw scooped it up and scored a 15-yard return. That is our five-points bank touchdown, five-points bank. The Better Bank in Kearney will take a short break, be back with the two-point conversion try after this. 
What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Nebraska high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Doug Duda, Randy Bush, Cutter back with you here at Overton. Our state football coverage brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 6-6-6-0-6 to go in the third quarter. A two-point conversion attempt coming up here for the Bulldogs. They will put Keyshaw in the pistol with Kessler Dixon to the right. Two wide receiver to the right side in Westland and in Went. They'll empty the backfield now. Dropping back to pass, middle screen. Two players in the area, and it's incomplete. Trying to throw it to Brady Klein, and his center actually went up like he was going to touch the ball, and it's a two-point conversion, no good. So that whole sequence, pretty crazy. 6-6, 6-0-6 to go in the third. Overton gets the ball when we return. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. Grady Chandler ready to boot it away here for the Bulldogs. And this one is going to be a short one. Taken at the 6, dropped. Kalhanek picks it up at the 10. Left hash, 15, and he'll bring it out to the 18. Didn't get a lot of clean on picking up that football, and so he just got it up as far as he could. And Overton will take over now with their second worst starting field position of the football game. Because it was just a moment ago, they are at the two. So they're at the 18-yard line. Now it's 6-6, six, six, exactly six minutes to go. And the Third field quarter. has flipped a little bit. And you got a little momentum changing a little bit. you got a brand-new football game. Even though Overton really has outplayed Pleasanton, especially in that first half, now the momentum is wearing a white jersey. All right, on first down and 10, line up in the eye formation, handed off right side. Kessler-Dixon makes the tackle at the 20-yard line. As Husenfeld picks up a couple, it'll be second down and eight. It is Osceola High Plains 8, Cross County nothing in the first quarter. Burwell beat Dundee County Stratton 28-10. Humphrey St. Francis beat Fall City Sacred Heart 24-16. And so for St. Overton, you just do what you do. I mean, you, you don't have to change anything. You just kind of have to get your sea legs back here a little bit. Just run the football, run that little counter, run a little power with Ryan Lobby, and get right back into it. So on second down and eight, motion from left to right, follow, and the ball's fumbled. It's on the ground, and Pleasanton's all over it. Bulldogs got it at the 20. Jackson Keyshaw, who just returned a fumble for a touchdown, covers the fumble at the Overton 20-yard line. Well, right now, the difference in the game is those three turnovers. Obviously, a touchdown just moments ago, but it's also took one potential 
drive in that first half off the board and then the opportunity here to get Pleasanton back on the board and take a lead for the first time. Randy, moments ago, Pleasanton couldn't get in from the two-yard line. Now they've tied it and have the ball at the 20. All in about two minutes of time on the clock. Keyshaw to throw, right side, jump ball, good coverage down the field there by Wyatt Ryan, incomplete in the end zone. Pleasanton trying to hit the home run right off of the turnover. And again with Westland, for me, I would have Westland go after some jump balls. He's, he can jump. He has that height advantage. Just keep him a little bit shorter and throw that ball up high and let him go up and get it. Well, they've thrown a couple here to Klein. They go to Westland. Is he their leading receiver, obviously, uh, for the season? But uh, a lot of what they run towards the sidelines, especially uh, tonight, uh, not a lot of things over the middle, although Tice did have a key first down reception earlier. He's got 841 yards receiving, and now we've got offsides on Overton, enough that he ran right over the center, Pulaski, who knocked down the quarterback. So a five-yard offsides, moves the ball to the 15. It'll be second down and five. And again, you you can have that short passing game. You only need to get a couple of yards and have that be a successful play. And you need to open something up here if you're Pleasanton. You you need to move the chains. You need to get a little bit of offense going. You can hear the crowd here on the home side. Three wideouts, twins right, Klein left, Dixon to the backfield. Here comes pressure. They'll swing it out here to Dixon. Complete gets to the 15 and steps out of bounds at the 13. So that's a two-yard gain. But they are bringing pressure from the backside that's unblocked. And a good job by Overton, Lobby, and company to force him out of bounds. It'll be third down and three. Randy, I see it's your favorite portion of the night. They're about ready to get split the pot, drawn out. So we can just save them time if they just say Randy Bushcutter's the winner, split the pot. They won't be able to pronounce it the way I spell it, and there's no way. No way. They wouldn't be able to recognize it. It just, you know, we'll give half back to the school. There you go. Half of that between us. We'll get back to Carney by tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be fine. 5.07 to go here in quarter number three. 6-6. Back-to-back fumbles by Overton, and Pleasanton has it third and three at the 13. Dixon takes the direct snap. It's going to be an end around to Trevin Wynn, and he's going to be drugged down behind the line of scrimmage by Christian Smith at the 17-18 yard line. A loss of five. So the first bit of trickeration we've seen from either team, and now it's fourth down and eight. Well, again, it, there hasn't been that many positive running game plays here for Pleasanton. And if you're going to roll the dice a little bit, that's not a bad way to do it. But I'll tell you what, that team speed for Overton. We talked about how strong and powerful they are, but they've got a lot of quick on the outside. Man, they've done so good defensively here tonight. So another key down under the eye formation here. Fourth down and eight. Keyshaw drops back to pass. Not much of a rush. Has all day to throw to the end zone for Klein. The ball's knocked away. Incomplete by Max Kohanic. Great coverage downfield. Keyshaw had to finally pull the trigger. And it'll be Pleasanton turning it over on downs after recovering the fumble. Overton will have it at their own 18-yard line. You cannot play defense any better than Max Kohanic did on the coverage on that. He was absolutely stride for stride. Knew where the football was, was able to put a hand out, didn't turn anybody, so he wasn't going to get called for holding or pass interference, but he knew where the defender was, knew where the quarterback was looking, and he was stride for stride with the intended receiver. Perfect. All right, first down and 10. Using felt in motion. They'll follow him with Lobby. Lobby hold off the right side, 20-25. Ankle tackle from behind near the first down marker. And that's Kessler-Dixon again. 
He's had a nice game, but unfortunately, that's still going to be a gain of about 11 yards. And again, for Ryan Lobby, a run of 15, run of 11 yards the last two times he's run with the football. He's beginning to exert himself a little bit. They are feeling it here. They're trying to hang on to the ball. They're trying to do what they usually do, and that's move it with a strong running game. And here's that inside handoff again for Husenfeld. He's trying to dance. Excuse me, Lobby. He's trying to dance and find the hole. Gets across the 30 out to the 32. Gets about three. Went in on the tackle. Second down and seven. Just that little counter. You get both the quarterback is running to the left. So is Husenfeld running to the left. And you kind of hand it off on that inside part of your hip. Back to a big, strong fullback, Ryan Lobby. You gain three. And that's good. That's effective. Because... Again, you're right on schedule if you're Overton, and you're starting to really start to wear on Pleasanton. This game very similar to the Pleasanton-Kennesaw game where it was 7-6 deep in the third quarter, but that was the really cold, windy night. Felt gets in the backfield in motion, follows Lobby off the right side. This time nowhere to go, about a yard. They stack him up. And Keen Martin all the way out here outside the play trying to block downfield, but there was no downfield to block for because the play was sniffed out right away. So third down, and we'll call it six at their own 32-yard line, all of six. Yeah, Dixon made a pile there, and then Wesleyan was able to come in over the top of the pile and keep that from being a, a gain of any significance whatsoever. So third, and now that changes your schedule a little bit. And now you've got to make something positive happen here, but I doubt we're going to see them run the, throw the football into the wind. 240 and counting in this third quarter. And the quarterback, Ryan Johnson, under center. Husenfeld in motion from left to right. Follow play back to the left side. Trying to pop it outside. And he's going to have the first down to the 39-yard line. If it wasn't a hold, that's a heck of a block on the outside by Ryan Lobby. And Husenfeld was able to read which side he wanted to go. That was on the block of Ryan Lobby. And that one-two combination does it again. They get the first on third and long. Well, you see that four-five stand up the other guy. You run right out the backside of the, your teammate's jersey there and cut it to the inside. That was a good read there by Husenfeld. And not a lot of yards after contact, but he didn't need him because of that good that good blocking up front. Was able to get enough for the first down. Two ten. A fumble returned by Jackson Keyshaw, which might not have been a fumble, but it is. Ruled that, and it's 6-6. Ball at midfield. Follow play right side again, and Husenfeld gets a couple into Pleasanton territory before he is brought down there by Wyatt Reese. He'll get to the 38-yard line. A gain of about two and a half. We're going to call it second out of eight. And again, you just start wearing on him. And, and again, both these guys, both a lot of these players play both offense and defense, but it's different when you're getting hit versus delivering the hit. So, it just seems strange that, to say that delivering the hit doesn't seem to hurt you, but when you're being hit, when the offense is coming at you, it wears on you, and I'm starting to feel that maybe Pleasanton's experiencing that a little bit. Second and eight, Husenfeld in motion, and we've got another running back into the ball game, Addison Vance, and the ball comes loose, but after he hits the ground. Yeah, it came out really late. I'll tell you what, though, that's a great defensive play there by Keyshaw. They'll sneak him in there a couple of times. But you look over here at the sideline and wonder, as he comes back out of the football game, if that was just something that happened there to uh, get Lobby over to helmet something or, or take some tape off or something like that. Yeah. Strange to see him come out of the ball game. I mean, But he's right back out there. Yeah, you got most of these guys that are playing both ways. There's not a lot of 
depth as far as uh, rotating guys out, just a couple each way. Third and nine at midfield here for Overton. And this time they'll go inside trap. Lobby gets four, gets five, and then he stood up at the 35-yard line. And there's Klein again, Brady with the tackle at the 34. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter. It's another fourth down. It'll be fourth and three for Overton. After three quarters in the 2019 D's2 state semifinals, this Fort Kearney Conference battle, it's Pleasanton six. Overton 6 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. 12 minutes to Lincoln. It's hard to believe you've got 8-3 and three Overton, 9-2 Pleasanton, battling to a 6-6 tie after the first meeting was 44-32. Elsewhere, Osceola High Plains 14, Cross County 6. Early in the second quarter is the score of that game. Burwell beat Dundee County Stratton 28-10, and Humphrey St. Francis beat Fall City Sacred Heart 24-16. It is fourth and four for Overton to start the fourth quarter. Toss sweep, Elijah Husenfeld hit in the backfield, uses a stiff arm, and it's going to be really close. It's in front of the Pleasanton Bulldog sideline. I didn't think he had any chance of even getting that close. Boy, they're all looking at it. Nobody is jumping up and down or pointing on either side. Now Pleasanton's starting to feel a little bit. They're going to bring out the chains about eight feet. The chain gang bringing out the chains just like Cardi Towing Repair would do for you if you were standing on the side of the road no matter where. They'll get you home. It's at the 31. Overton didn't seem really fired up about this as they walked towards the sideline, but might have got a more favorable spot. He's short. He's short by half of a football. And for the second time here, we've got a lot of fourth down stops, but now Overton gives it up. They stop Pleasanton. Inside the red zone again, march the football down into their territory, but give it up on downs here to start the fourth. Well, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. When these two teams got together, they combined for 76 points. Right now we're tied at six. There's the difference between September football and the middle of November football. I mean, defense is really why both these two teams are here tonight. The Bulldogs are going to go spread. Three wide receivers. They only got two backs over here. Wide receiver screen to Trevin Wynn, and they stick him. Surridge fought off the block of Klein at the 25-yard line. That should have been a touchdown. You had two guys covering three, but sometimes when you get the play called, you didn't figure that out. You haven't even looked out there. And a huge break for Overton, a loss of five 
on a completed pass. Well, you still have to make the play, and Jacob Surridge made the play. Fought off one of the blockers, got to the receiver, dropped him back for a loss of six. And again, yeah, you could have thrown that ball deep, but uh, still, you, you, you should have been able to block. You had a couple extra guys out there. You make the block, that would have been a big play, but Surridge took care of that. Big, big play, especially when you were outnumbered over here. Went in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Here comes some pressure. Middle screen. It's complete at the 35-yard line. Westland is going to get back what they lost on the previous play up to the 33, a gain of about seven. It'll be third down and seven to go. And again, a gain I, of eight. I think that's how you got to use Westland. Keep him in the middle. He's a big target right in the middle. Don't be looking necessarily to the outside. Just get him in the middle. Turn him around. Give him the football. 6 6 10 40 to go in the game here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Who's got the next big play in them? Pleasanton hasn't scored an offensive touchdown tonight. On third down and long, back to pass. Keyshaw swings it out here behind Kessler Dixon, and it is incomplete. Incomplete and a punting situation now for Keyshaw. They've tried that three or four times in the football game. That one just flat out behind him. Yeah, if you throw that two yards in front of him instead of two yards behind him, you'd have a shot for the first down. Sometimes good quarterbacks miss. Sometimes it happens. Max Kulhanek will stand back to receive the Jackson Keyshaw punt. Overton had too many men on the field. The punt is away. It won't matter what happens here because we've got too many men on the field on Overton. The ball goes out of bounds at the 13. They may elect to take that, Randy, yeah. because the five yards isn't going to really hap, uh, help you. But there were too many men on the field. Keen Martin was trying to get off the field, and you're not going to miss Keen if he's on the field running towards the sideline. Yeah, they're going to call it a legal substitution. So they'll gain you five yards, not enough for a first down, but enough to make you think about it. It's a 34-yard punt. You can, I believe, take the penalty from where it went out of bounds and push back Overton to the eight. Yep. And I would think that's what Pleasanton wants to do here. If you're if you're going to repunt, you do not take this penalty. No, you wouldn't do both. But would you face fourth and three at midfield? Not in a tie ball game. I wouldn't. Not in a tie ball game, especially when you haven't. It's not like it's 44 to 42. Boy, this will be very questionable if Pleasanton doesn't convert. They are bringing the ball back and marking off the five yards, and Pleasanton will have it at their own 39. They're going to need two and a half yards for a first down. Randy, how many running plays have Pleasanton had of three or more yards tonight? Not half. Uh, two. They've That's... had two running plays of, more, of two and a half to three yards or more. Most of their plays have been negative running the football. Sometimes penalties work out for you. And now... Pleasanton's got to burn a timeout because they sublate. They would, they would have the exact same penalty. Oh, my, 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 my. Timeout called by the Bulldogs, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. 10-13 to go, and the pressure might be getting to everybody. It's tied at six in the fourth on Power 99. 
J Brothers in Overton is a proud sponsor of the Overton student athletes and wishes them good luck. J Brothers Gas Station and Taste of India restaurant is conveniently located just off of Interstate 80 at the Overton exit. Stop in before or after the game for coffee, pop, food, and the coldest drinks in town, plus the cheapest gas and diesel you will find. Hungry? Get your authentic Indian food at the Taste of India restaurant, plus their famous pizza too, only at J Brothers in Overton. 10-13 remaining in the game. You're listening to the state football playoffs brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. The only points of the second half, a 15-yard scoop and score fumble returned by Jackson Keyshaw after they had been stopped at the two. The next play was a 15-yard run by Lobby, yep. and then they fumbled it, and Keyshaw scored. Are well, you rolling some big dice here? Pleasanton just punted the ball down to the 13 on fourth and eight, but Overton was offside, and now Pleasanton's decided to go for it at their own 39. Wishbone backfield. And now we've got motion on the offense after they burned a timeout. They had set up in the Wildcat, Randy. Kessler Dixon was going to take the snap. You had off to the right quarterback Jackson Keyshaw, and off to the left you had your other back in uh, Went. And the left guard jumped, and now they're going to punt it after all this. So Keyshaw to punt it. We're right back to fourth and eight. And we've got a penalty flag, and the ball is kind of squibbed inside the 20. It's going to go out of bounds at the 19. I don't think they were set. I think there'll be another penalty on Pleasanton. Penalty on the Bulldogs, and now if I'm Overton, kick it again. So illegal motion on the Bulldogs, and we're going to get the third punt. Legal shift. Legal shift on the Bulldogs. Well, they were not set. They wanted to go quickly, so they didn't uh, get their punt blocked. Kind of keep Overton off balance a little bit, and they got themselves off balance. So now you go from fourth and two and a half to fourth and about 12 and a half, and the ball's back at your 29-yard line. Now Jackson Keyshaw has to make sure he doesn't try to kill this. He's been doing a good job punting the football. But the odds of this ball being inside the 15 of Overton have gone down significantly. Well, his leg's warm. No rush. Short, high kick, and they let it go. Might have lost it in the lights. And that's going to be about 10, 11 more yards of roll. And, Randy, after all (laughs) that, the ball is at the 13-yard line. Can you believe it? Here we are. That's a 38-yard punt, no return. And I think Kohanek just lost the ball in the lights because there was no pressure. It was a short pop-up kick. Something that in the afternoon practice he'd catch every time. And at the last second, he bailed. And the wind now is down to almost nothing. We're under 10 miles an hour. We ended up at 28.30 during warm-ups. And now 6-6, six, six, 10 minutes to go. Overton starts at their own 13. But, you know, you don't want to – if you're not sure about catching the football in a punt, you get away from it. And so, in that sense, that was absolutely the right call. Usenfeld slot left. Lobby comes out of the backfield. Inside handoff to Elijah around the right side. Gets to the 20, the 25, and he'll be pushed out of bounds near the 25-yard line. That's exactly where he steps out. First down. They ran that once in the first half with great success, and they'll run it again here around right side and pick up the first down at the 25. Well, when Lobby comes in motion, that gets that defense shifted that way, and then you bring in Husenfeld underneath. It, it's using motion in a little bit different manner, and it worked effectively. And Lobby has hardly moved out of the backfield. 
pre-snap motion at all. I think three plays. One was the pass yep. to Hughes and Felt. The other two was that play. So kind of tipping your hand on that, but it's worked all three times. Hard count. They'll give it to Lobby. Inside handoff. Breaks one tackle. Try to stiff arm to the corner. Gets to the corner. 30-35. And he'll step out of bounds after another first down. Just short of midfield. Keyshaw forces him out at the 39. A gain of 14. And again, that's his 19th carry on the night. And it seems like Lobby's getting a little bit stronger as the night goes on because he's had, he had that big 55-yarder, but that was his only double-digit run the entire first half. Here in the second half, he's got four of them. 6-6. Six, six. A 55-yard run by Ryan Lobby on their first offensive series. 8.53 to go in the first quarter. are the only points so far for Overton. Lobby in the backfield. He blocks for Husenfeld, who gets into Pleasanton territory, and his gang tackled at the 35-yard line. That's a gain of six. It'll be second down and four. Overton has turned it over twice in this football game. Three times. Excuse me, three times in this football game. Once. They were going in. They fumbled at the Pleasanton 5. The other two times were in the red zone. One of those returned by Keyshaw for the only Pleasanton score. And again, Pleasanton went for two instead of trying to kick the extra point. Or we might have a whole different situation. If you're behind, you get a whole lot different pressure in the fourth quarter. Johnson under center. Using felt from left to right in motion. Inside handoff, and Lobby is squished by Keyshaw. Came through unblocked. And a loss of four back to the 39-yard line. He didn't even get a step forward. Well, it came with a little slant, and that opened a hole for Keyshaw to run right through and knock him back for a big loss. And it roll the dice a little bit defensively here as well if you're Pleasanton. You roll the dice a lot. I do roll the dice a lot. <laughs> you're a Dolphin fan, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doug Duda along with Randy Bushcutter here. I also cry a lot for classic the exact hits, same reason. Power 99 here in the... Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Overton. Third down and seven at the 38 of Pleasanton. Johnson under center. And they'll go Husenfelt following Lobby, trying to pop it to the right side. Stretch play, gets to the outside, and then he's pushed down at the 35, falls forward to the 34, gets about half of what he needs, and he side does official. go out of bounds. Yeah, side official threw that flag a wrong way, but there is a flag down. And it's going to be a hold on Overton. Again, very rarely, Randy, have we seen power get to the outside here for Overton this evening and work. We've seen Lobby forced out of bounds a couple of times. Husen felt on misdirection, but usually when Overton gets outside the hash, there hasn't been there hasn't been much there for him. No, the holes have really been between the guards. You know, maybe tackle the tackle, however you want to phrase it there. Just those uh, two guys on either side of the center. That's about the only spot where Overton's been able to run the football. But, again, they broke a 55-yarder. They've had some good success running in that uh, open area. They have not been able to turn the corner on the, on the Bulldogs. Call it what you want, trap, counter, cross buck. It's all mini misdirection and now they're going to go two wideouts on third and 16 you've got Hanson to the right Surridge to the left and out of the shotgun is Johnson he'll take a three-step drop has pressure scrambles to his right looks to throw penalty flag he gets out of the backfield and he's brought down at the 34 yard line a loss back there to the original line of scrimmage but we're going to get I think another hold can't be anything but and this is where you decline it and force him to punt although I will tell you the penalty flag is about five yards behind the line of scrimmage. You would have had third down and about 27 yards to go against a team that doesn't pass the football. But they say, no, we're going to take fourth down and 16, 15, and 
make you punt the football away. 8-12 to go, 6-6. It's now pleasant and certain. Remember, we've already had a punt block in this football game, which eventually set up the only score Pleasanton has, even though they didn't score from the two. Snap is high. It's over Kohanek's head. It's back inside the 10. He's going to pitch it forward. The ball's fumbled. It's going to go out of bounds inside the five, and Pleasanton will have it at the three. Two monster miscues on special teams, and first and goal for the second time tonight for Pleasanton. Well, that first block got in the head of the punting unit here for Overton, and it's led to a second mistake. You can make a mistake, and that happens. You can have one mistake turn into two, and now a great opportunity here for Pleasanton to get their first lead. And so the ball is at the three-yard line. Now, remember last time they decided to run it? I would not be surprised you go play-action pass, first down, or you line up in that wildcat right here and just let Dixon take the direct snap. Last time you were at the two, you didn't score. They wanted to run that Wildcat earlier. I think we do see that. Well, they are going to go I. Keyshaw under center, and they make them jump off sides. So you're going to move it from the three to the one and a half, and that gets you a little bit closer. But again, they got a half yard the last time. They were second down in goal from the one and a half and did not get in. They lost a half yard, decided to pass it, and it didn't work out. 8-0-4 to go. And they have negative yards rushing the football so far tonight. Overton's defense... So solid. Can they do it one more time? They have moved the football better than Pleasanton tonight. They've won the time of possession. They just haven't been able to get in the red zone. First and goal inside the two. Quarterback sneak right side, and Keyshaw got low. He's very close, but they're going to say the knee hit before he crossed, so he's inside the one. Second and goal inside the one. He was burrowing right away. Had the, just trying to find a little seam. Couldn't stiff arm the ground and stay off the ground and uh, hit that knee very early. He got he got the opening that he wanted. Second and goal at the one. Keyshaw under center. Same thing left side. And this time, Keyshaw's into the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. 7.32 to go in the game. Pleasanton 12, Overton 6. And now we'll see if they decide to go for two. Again, Overton every time does, and I'm surprised they didn't kick the last time. So a three-yard drive for the first offensive touchdown of the night here for Pleasanton. And now, yeah, they are going to go for two because they know if Overton scores, they would go for two. They empty the backfield, twins left and right. Keyshaw's in the slot left. Or excuse me, Dixon, middle pass, and it is dropped. It is dropped. There was nobody around the intended receiver, and he jumped for some reason to try to catch the ball, and all of his teammates are patting him on the back. They don't usually throw that pass there. They had him uncovered, and the two-point conversion is no good. 7.32 to go in the game. Pleasanton 12, Overton 6 on Power 99. What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data? A smarter way to make decisions? A better way to harness the power of precision agriculture? There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum. Activating data. 
Mountain Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, shoots, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Grady Chandler to boot it away into the wind. It's headed towards the sideline and it's fielded right near the sideline at the five. Trying to find some room, Kohatic. We've got a penalty flag 40 yards away from the play. He'll get up to the 10 to the 15. The ball all the way over on the right sideline, and the penalty flag came from the referee or the sideline judge over here on the Overton side. There was no intent to even try to return the ball towards the sideline over here, so that's a rough call. Hate to see those flags that don't have any effect on a play. And this is going to be a block in the back on Overton. And that'll back him up to about the seven-yard line. The return was out to the 17, the flag laying at the 13. I'd like to know what percentage of flags on a kickoff are ever on the kicking team. <laughs> you know, you always get the block in the back, you get a hold. Don't forget when we're done here, it is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. All the final stats. Again, Burwell a winner, Humphrey St. Francis a winner, Osceola High Plains leading Cross County 14-6 at last check. Now it's 12-6 Pleasanton. For the first time tonight, Overton takes a snap behind in the ball game. They toss it to the right to Lobby. He cuts back against the seam, gets to the 10, to the 15, and he's almost got the first down. I think they're going to give it to him. That looks like a gain of 11. And again, they just pitch it back there, let him kind of find where that hole's at, find a little cutback lane. They also spread out their splits and their uh, their their guard and their their centers. They were able to split that out, try to create some gaps in there for Lobby to be able to find it and read it. So they do move the chains. And again, you don't have to change anything if you're Overton. You, this is still right in your wheelhouse. Still plenty of time. Seven minutes to go in this football game, and this time they'll fake the handoff. Pitch play goes behind. Husenfelt, he'll go back and dive on it at the five. Chase Pulaski's there. That option has not worked out very well for Overton. They fake the dive to Lobby. They always have Husenfeld in some kind of motion. The quarterback, Johnson, pitched it behind him that time, and they lose 12 on the play back to the six-yard line. So they've had three turnovers. They've had two miscues on the kicking game. And then a couple of fumbles like this that cost you a down and cost you a dozen yards. Second down and 23 at your own six. Johnson with Husenfeld in motion from right to left. They run follow. Got a hole over the left side. 10-15. Oh. And he got tripped up on a 19-yard line. Oh, another big tackle by Jackson Keyshaw. That was a shoestringer, Randy. Just reached out with that left paw and able to get it out there, and it'll set up second and nine, but we should be setting up for an extra point right now because that was well blocked, and Keyshaw was able to fight off that block well enough and reach out with that left hand just at the last moment. So a big gain on the play from the six out to the 19, a gain of 13. It's still going to be third down and about nine yards to go here. They need to make the 20 Eight-yard line. Husenfelt will line up as the wing on the left side this time. Hanson, your right end. On motion. 
Follow play right side. Same play they just ran only to the right. He gets to the 25, the 26. Eckel will stand him up, and he won't bring him down, but they do stop his forward progress. And now do you put the season on the line right here? We are down to 5.15, the clock moving. It is fourth down and two at your own 26. You just picked up 21 yards on those last two running plays, Randy, and it looks like they will go for it despite how great their defense has been tonight. Well, part of the reason why you can do this is because your defense has been good tonight because if you don't get it, you just say, all right, we need to get a a four and out, get the football back. 4.45 as they get ready to snap the ball. Husenfeld wing to the left. Lobby, the running back, fourth and a long one. Husenfeld in motion. They give it to him on the follow. He's hitting the backfield, and he didn't get it. It's going to be all on the spot, Randy. I think he's got to get to the 28. This is very close. Keyshaw makes another tackle. It depends a little bit whether or not he was able to go over the top of the pile and keep that knee off the ground, or at least if that's what the officials thought they saw. We're going to see the change tonight more than I've seen him in the last month and a half, and that's a good thing. I love it. Brought to you, Chain Gang, bringing out changes like Carney Tongue and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. A huge stretch of the chains. This is not the game, but it's a big moment. I think he's short, and they're going to have to get down with the old credit card, and he is short. They're giving the ball to Pleasanton. I mean, it's literally bring out the recipe card. Well, that official bent over. He was looking at it pretty long and hard. And so, the game of inches continues here for 37 remaining on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, KKPR-FM, Carney, Pleasanton, Overton, Pleasanton 12, Overton 6. A blocked punt and a snap over the punter's head have set up the two scores here today for Pleasanton, although they did score on a fumble recovery. And now we've got too many men on the field yeah. again here for Pleasanton. They broke the huddle with, with uh, nine men. Randy, we're starting to see, some, I don't know if you want to call it pressure, nerves, whatever. That's happened twice now here to Pleasanton. We had the whole punting fiasco earlier in this quarter where they punted it. There was an offside. They decided to go for it. Then they had a motion. Then they had a penalty before the punt. We've had all kinds of things on both sides of the football here, but Pleasanton just hasn't moved the ball on offense tonight. And now they find themselves first and 15 at the Overton 32. Well, I know they want to run the football, but the most important thing is to get a first down or two to milk the clock a little bit, and they're lined up like they're going to pass. Ooh, a little motion out of the backfield. Dixon, nope, over the middle and wide open. The ball dropped. The ball dropped at the 22-yard line. You don't see that happen to Tyce Westland very often, the all-conference, all-district-wide receiver. That would have been a gain of about nine as he just sat down in the middle of the field. It'll be second down and 15, and that stops the clock. Overton does have all their timeouts. Pleasanton is down to one. Well, whoever wins this game is going to look back and say, we got a break because we made some mistakes down the stretch. And somebody's got to come away with it. But whoever cleans things up here for the final four and a half minutes might be the team that makes it to Lincoln. The winner gets Humphrey St. Francis, a 24-16 win over Fall City Sacred Heart. Next Monday, 2.45 here on Power 99 at ESPN Radio. Second and 15 for the Dogs. Ball on the near hash. And the snap to Keyshawn. He wants to throw. Down the middle of the field looking for Westland again. He goes up. The ball's juggled. The ball's caught inside the 10. First and goal, Pleasanton. Ryan Lobby was all over him. The ball got tipped up by Westland, and he was able to go get it. A gain of 24. 
Again, the one earlier might have been too easy. That one in traffic, able to squeeze it that second time. First one, he was able to keep it alive and keep it in his breadbasket, reel it in. That's a huge pitch and catch. What a play. One of the best of the entire night for this Pleasanton Bulldog offense. Now they line up in the Wildcat because Keyshaw's off to the right. Dixon looking to take the snap. They're trying to wait for the clock to roll down. They'll snap it with about four minutes to go here in the game. 12-6 Pleasanton. The direct snap. Right side, Dixon tries to follow Keyshaw, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage and brought down quickly by Addison Vance. And Overton is going to use the timeouts here. There's a lot of time left in this football game for a team that when they get it, are going to want to run the football, so maybe that's part of the deal too, but still 3.56 remaining in this football game. It is 12-6 Pleasanton, and they have it second and goal at the eight-yard line when we return. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Overton Veterinary Services is a proud supporter of area student-athletes. We have been in Overton for over 50 years and provide valuable services to the community and surrounding areas. We are pet parents first. Overton Veterinary Service, a full-service animal hospital, and welcomes both emergency treatment and pet patients needing routine medical, surgical, and dental care. We treat pets like the valued family members they are. Call us at 308-324-7202 or online at overtonvet.com. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Second and goal here for Pleasanton. Direct snap around the right side, and no gain and a penalty flag here as they take it to Dixon. And Overton is going to get a little bit of a break here. The ball will be moved back to the 20-yard line. The hold taking place behind the line of scrimmage. Dixon was so worried about not running out of bounds, and he cut back right into that hold. Well, Keen Martin was able to drive out, found out where the pressure was coming from. They were trying to kick him in, so he pushes back to the outside. Also staying on that outside with Surge, and I think Surge is the one that actually drew the holding call. But there just wasn't room for, for Jackson Keyshaw to cut back in. And they're going to decline the penalty, Randy. Well, there's again, there's that confidence Third in your defense. Third down goal at the eight. Yeah. And now Overton is going to use another timeout because the clock would run on the spot. So instead of second down and 20, or second and goal from the 20, it'll be third and goal from the eight. And I just was wondering if Kessler Dixon could throw the football. We'll take another timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 12-6 Pleasanton, 349 remaining here on Power 99. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This must be why it's fun to coach. You get to make all the kinds of decisions we've seen here tonight. Again, thanks to Paul Huesenfeld, Ricky Wesson, and the entire crew for their hospitality. It is third and goal. Pleasanton at the eight. Four wide strips left. 
Westland to the right, low snap, pressure coming, throws it up over the middle and incomplete. Actually, Vance made a diving attempt back there from his safety position to get to it, and they just jailhouse bring everybody and overwhelm the three up front for Pleasanton. There's always an extra man for Overton, and Keyshaw knows that all he can do is throw it up to his big man, Westland. And I'm going to tell you what, Randy Bushcutter, I bring out Grady Chandler and kick the field 24 goal. 24-yard field goal will win you a football game. If it doesn't win, it'll be awfully darn close. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it because you. I, I get it. You don't want to make a mistake, but all the times I've seen them kick the extra points, there has not been a blow-up. Sometimes they don't get it, but they're going to go for it. Fourth and goal at the eight. Overload right side. That's the short side. And Pleasanton is going to use their final timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll take one more with them. Be right back. Overton Dental is a proud supporter of the Overton High School coaches and team for their accomplishments on and off the field. Don't skip regular dental cleanings or avoid going to Overton Dental because you're afraid of possible problems with your teeth. Regular checkups and cleanings can help stop dental problems before they start. Call Overton Dental at 308-987-2437 and schedule your visit with Dr. McClanahan. Located in Overton at 401 5th Street. Good luck to all the area athletes from Overton Dental. You just hope as coaches right now, Randy, you make the right decision, and it's up to the kids. Fourth and goal. They're going to forego a 25-yard field goal attempt here. Like I said, I've seen Grady Chandler pop it that would have been good from 45 on these extra points, and last week I saw him boot one straight up in the air that didn't even get to the goal post. So they think they have a better chance of converting fourth and goal from the eight than getting three points and taking a nine-point lead. But again, you also have a quarterback that's thrown for 2,500 yards, has had not his best night tonight against a very good Overton defense. So you're going to put the ball in Jackson Keyshaw's hands and tell him to make a play for you. No, they're going to kick it. Now they Here bring out Chandler. Holy moly. Holding is Cray Kingston from the right hash. They're going to give the senior a chance. The snap, good. Placement, good. The kick is wide left, and Overton is still alive. Well, the snap was a little high. Throws that timing off a little bit. And what is already getting your heart racing if you're looking to kick a, a, a big play like that. And Chandler, the senior, I think that just you just kind of overcreate. You, you overswing. And that's exactly what he did. We do it in golf. He just did it with that kick. I still think it was the right call. I do, too. I think he had a better chance of making that field goal than converting fourth and goal from the eight because you didn't do it the play before. You took your shot at the end zone, and it didn't work. Now it's up to your defense. Randy, since that 55-yard run, Pleasanton's defense has been as good as Overton's. Uh, They have bend but have not broken. And now with one timeout remaining, this drive will start at their own 15-yard line. Overton down 12-6, 341, a lot of time. Follow off the lead block. Of Lobby off the left side, and they'll stack up Husenfeld as he gets to the 20-yard line, a gain of five. Again, in high school, most touchdown drives are about two and a half, 245, somewhere around there. But again, a lot of times you get that big hit. You get that big play in a, in a touchdown drive in the high school level, and exactly what Overton needs here is a big play. Overton has time to not worry about running a trick play or for them a pass. Lead right side, Husenfeld jumps over the pile but does not get the first down. He'll be upended after a gain of four. It'll be third down and one. Wyatt Reese on the bottom of the pile that time for Pleasanton. 
The New West Post Game Show coming up three minutes away from somebody winning the state semifinals and qualifying for Memorial Stadium. Third and one. Johnson, lead right side, Husenfeld, first down and more, gets to the 30, the 35, and he's brought down from behind as he gets out. Trevin went with the tackle at the 37-yard line, a gain of 13, and a first down with 242, and again, Randy, a lot of time, a lot of time. Clock stops whenever you get that first down. They're they're speeding up their play calling. They don't have to panic here at all. Pleasanton late getting a guy off, but they do. Stretch play, Husenfeld gets to midfield, breaks a tackle, gets by one, gets by two inside the 35 to the 33. And it's all on the spot here. It's all on the spot. He did, he, did not, he did not get a good spot. I thought that was a definite first down run to the 33, but they mark him at the 34. So it's second down and one here for Overton. The Eagles trailing 12 to 6 with 2.10 to go on the march already from their 15 to the 33. Inside handoff again. Houston Felt, but this time he's wrapped up. Jackson Keyshaw has probably had a better game defensively than he has offensively tonight. Of course, he's recovered two fumbles. One of those he returned for the first touchdown for Pleasanton at the 6.06 mark of the third quarter. Well, they ran that same play when Lobby comes in motion where they run that inside handoff, and Keyshaw, the senior, had figured that one out. Third down and one. It's been a dose of Husenfeld. Lobby blocks it. Husenfeld's dropped to the backfield. Westland goes high. A loss of a yard of the play. Keyshaw goes low. Coach Lobby, Ryan Lobby say, let's use our timeout. And they will. It is their final timeout with 1.31 to go. I'm going to tell you what, Randy. I want to watch this game again on film because I believe he had a first down run there, and now you have a fourth down and two. The first touchdown of Keyshaw, we disagree on a little bit of whether it was a fumble or a forward pass. I think it'll be something to talk to both the coaches about once they watch this film. For the loser, they probably won't watch it again really soon. The winner, obviously, is going to prepare for Lincoln. Yeah, they got to dissect things a little bit. And, and either way, these two teams have been able to kind of find a way to fight through that adversity. And I really appreciated how neither team, when those calls have come, that they haven't overreacted. They haven't made that you know got overly emotional about that and made a mistake on the next play. Well, for the first time tonight, this is the season. 12 to 6. Pleasanton leads with 131 to go and Overton has a fourth down and two just outside the Pleasanton 35-yard line. They have to convert or the game will be over. Johnson under center. They empty the backfield, pitch it to Lobby, tries to get to the corner. He has got the first down and then steps out of bounds after a gain of three. And they brought Addie Vance in again and did not have Husenfeld on the field. They did that a couple of times and brought Lobby out, but different personnel trying to maybe get out to that corner. And now Cole, now Johnson gets the play, and they're still alive here for Overton. Well, I think you can make that change, and you kind of get into their head. Why are they bringing him in? What are they doing? And that, it actually gets you a little bit more attention to him than you would have if you had Husenfeld out there. Same situation. Vance now in motion. They pitch it to him. His first carry of the game. He's the speedster. Gets around the right corner, the 30, down to the 25, and he'll step out of bounds there after a gain of eight. Did he get but out of bounds? There, yeah, they're marking him like he was out of bounds. But I think there's also a flag. 
where Vance turned the corner. We've got holding on Overton. That wipes out an eight-yard run. He's going to get about three positive, and then back it up ten. The ball will be right at midfield. And so it'll be first down and... About 17. Yeah, 17 yards to go. And now... Everything gets under the Heusenfeld magnifying glass. Heusenfeld's back in the football game now. Yeah, everything gets under the magnifying glass right now. Every mistake that you make is just blown up that much bigger with only a minute and 18 to go. Well, Overton was in good shape. Now, not so much. 118, and they're back at midfield. 12-6 Pleasanton, first and 17 after the hold. Overton, they've only thrown it four or five times in the game. Johnson fakes it, wants to throw, looks down the middle of the field under some pressure, steps up, now has some room to run. He'll get upended by Keyshaw at the 36-yard line. Instead of a loss of eight, he's able to get a little bit on that, a gain of four. And clock moving. They've, they got, to have the, they've got to get the plays in. And you can hear the Overton fans. Down to 45 seconds to go. Second down and 14. Heusenfeld in motion, back to pass, rolling right, avoiding the pressure, throwing it up. That is a jump ball, and it is intercepted by the Bulldogs at the two-yard line. It was a jump ball down there for Heusenfeld. And coming off the bottom of the pile, was it Brady Klein? There were two, two Pleasanton Bulldogs back there. Keyshaw was there. Hand was there. Klein was there. And unless they drop the snap, Pleasanton's headed to Lincoln. Well, you're at the two. You're at the two, so you're going to have to have some forward surgery. You can't just kneel. And that's exactly what they do. Keyshaw moves it forward. Overton doesn't have a timeout. And with 30 seconds to go, that's the last snap of the ball game. And in one of the more unconventional ways you'll ever win a football game, the Pleasanton Bulldogs can begin to celebrate. They're waiting. They're asking the official if they've got to run another play. And he says, no, you do not. And the final 10 seconds are running off the clock. And for the first time in the history of Pleasanton High School, their football team is going to the state championship. 12-6 against the Overton Eagles, who scored on their third offensive play of the game and never scored again. What a game. Pleasanton avenging one of their two losses from the season, and they do it on a couple of uh, miscues by Overton, and we'll talk about that on the New West Post game show. This is one, Randy, where they could have played it 10 times, and who knows, but 44-32 the first time, 12-6 tonight, Pleasanton. 10 and 2 will take on Humphrey St. Francis for the D2 state championship. Overton will end the season at 8 and 4. And again, defenses. You know, we, we, we talk so much about how football is different in November than it is in the middle of September when these two teams got together. Defenses made the play, the pressure that they put on, and a couple of huge mistakes on special teams. You had the block punt, and eventually it took some time because of that great defense for Overton. But that block punt eventually led to the short field and, in a sense, led to that uh, that, that scoop and score. And then oh, you get the other block punt, uh, excuse me, the other snap over the head. You get the ball at the three-yard line. That turns into the – those are the two touchdowns. 
You know, so bad special teams mistakes led to the difference in this one. And it, when you get two evenly matched squads, how many times the special teams make that difference? Well, as you said a few times, it was defense. I just didn't think it was going to be Pleasanton's defense that got the job done here tonight because they did just as good a job as Overton. The stats will have Overton with more yards in this football game. But I know there was a lot of people that were just glad there was going to be a Fort Kearney Conference team playing for the state championship. And you couldn't ask for a more competitive game. How hard fought was this one? And I'm going to tell you what. I'm already looking at the schedule for Overton Pleasanton hoops. <laughs> that will be a fun one to get together. But again, you, you talk about that, but yet what's happening right now? Both teams at midfield kind of sharing the moment. So we'll take a break. You'll be back with the new West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com. Or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Overton again. Thanks to all the folks here for their hospitality. Always a great place to call a football game. And, boy, you see the emotion down on that football field. This is a proud program at Overton. Uh, a little bit more tradition football-wise than Pleasanton, but as we said in the pregame, you kind of flipped that basketball. Overton's been okay there lately, but Pleasanton has a few more on the wall from, from basketball, and this is a tough one here tonight uh, for the Eagles. Jacob Surridge, senior, Garrett Wood, Ryan Johnson, your quarterback, Addie Vance, Christian Smith, who played so much better as this season moved along, Ryan Lobby, as good a uh, player as we've seen this year, not just at the eight-man level. Keen Martin, All-Stater. Morgan Olmstead might also be an All-Stater on that line. And they fall uh, just short 
of, of a state championship and uh, or getting to Lincoln to play for a state championship. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and it's going to take a while for all the vehicles to get out of the parking lot. So we thank those that have been listening uh, and sending us messages throughout the game and also uh, online at PlatteRiverPreps.com and those that are in their cars and trucks now uh, ready to head out. Of course, most of the fans uh, trying to uh, either console their friends and children from Overton or uh, celebrate with their Pleasanton Bulldogs. And uh, Randy will have some stats here for you in uh, just a little bit. We also want to update you on what else is going on in the uh, state football playoffs. As we said, they will be taking on Humphrey St. Francis, who beat Fall City Sacred Heart 24-16. to And I already heard in the pregame, Randy, that Pleasanton is the public school champion now of Class <laughs> D2. And uh, I always chuckle at that as well. In D1, uh, Dundee County Stratton scored first, but Burwell, uh, after being down 8 to nothing, wins it 28-10. to The Longhorns in their fourth state championship game in the last five years. They were oh so close to an epic comeback last year. And Osceola High Plains is leading Cross County in the other D1 semifinal at the half, 21 to 14. Each and every one of the state championship games in Lincoln will be on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Pleasanton Humphrey St. Francis game next Monday at 245 will be here on Power 99 and also Tuesday at 245 Sutton and Oakland Craig will be on the breeze 94.5. We'll come back take a look at the stats in a moment here on the New West Post Game Show. Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. The test results are flowing in, and Aurora Cooperative's strong seed portfolio is coming out on top. At Aurora Cooperative, you have the flexibility to select the right genetics with the right traits from the best seed providers in the industry to fit your farm's needs without sacrificing discounts, yield, or agronomic support. We understand that your farm is more than just a seed choice. It's an opportunity to partner with an agronomic expert who is with you all season long. To see how our seed portfolio is dominating this fall, visit our website at auroracoop.com. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown Carney for a free estimate. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles and later in the evening. There's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit StormHockey.com. Back on the New West Post Game Show, you want to throw a little more on it. It has nothing to do with this team. It just has to do with the coaches. 
the last two state semifinals that Pleasanton have played, and they have one offensive touchdown, and that's on a three-yard drive. They were shut out by Hayes Center in 2009, 14 to nothing. Here they have the 15-yard fumble return, and then they have the uh, bad snap on the punt, goes over the uh, punter from uh, Overton, Mac Col- Max Kolhanek's head. It goes out of bounds at the three-yard line. They're able to get it in on the uh, quarterback sneak from a Keyshaw, and uh, that was their offense. And uh, Randy's got the final numbers for you, and let's take a look at them, Randy. All right, here we go. Ryan Johnson, seven carries for uh, zero yards. He had to eat some of those negative yards with uh, the, the fumbles and the like. Uh, Elijah Husenfeld carried the ball. 23 times for 156 yards. Ryan Lobby had 22 carries for 136 yards. Also a, a couple of carries here by Addison Vance for seven yards. So all told uh, about uh, 309 yards running the football for Overton. And uh, throwing the football, they were one of six for nine yards. So you're looking at about 318 yards of total offense for Pleasanton. Their total offensive numbers I have at 65. Rushing the football, uh, one rush today for Trevin Went. He lost five yards. Kessler Dixon had six carries for two yards. Jackson Keyshaw carried the ball nine times for a negative nine yards. So 11 rushes for, excuse me, 16 rushes for a negative 12 yards. Passing the football. Keyshaw was 9 of 21 for 77 yards. Seth Eckel had one catch for two yards. Tice Westland had uh, three catches for 44 yards. Kessler Dixon caught six balls for 39 yards. So, again, uh, 65 yards of total offense here for Pleasanton. But, again, they got the short field. They had the scoop and score. And so they were able to make the most out of three yards of total offense, in a sense, to get their two touchdowns. And they win this one by a score of 12-6. to six. Well, and obviously uh, nobody's going to give Pleasanton a chance next week as uh, they are in action against Humphrey St. Francis. But you can't play it. You can't, uh, you can't do it if you don't get there. And let's not worry about that now. Well, let's, no. Let's, let's uh, see what happens next Monday afternoon. At Memorial Stadium. Uh, you got to punch your chance. You know, you get there. All you you got to get there first. And then, sure, you're taking on the number one seed, and you came in as a seven seed, but but you, you still got there. And, again, you make some plays. You go there. You force some mistakes on special teams. Maybe you pull something out of your hat, uh, run a trick play or whatever, and who knows? I mean, I, Jackson Keyshaw has been a great quarterback all year, had a bad night tonight. Maybe he's just saving it for the championship game. I well, mean, uh, you, you, you can't win it if you don't get there. Pleasanton took care of the football. Even yeah. though everything else uh, went uh, Overton's way, it was the, the three turnovers and uh, the special team snafu. And uh, you had Overton making the mistakes uh, in those key moments. They also kind of overcame a lot of those mistakes, but they just weren't able to find the end zone after that first drive. Yeah, as I said earlier, you know, you just kind of had that bad feeling when you've been able to have four times as much offense as your opponent and you're only up six to nothing that you know, you're, it's, it's worrisome because how many times does that happen where a team that out that has the better game ends up losing the game because they couldn't capitalize and turn the what was happening on the field in the points in the end zone. We will uh, take another break and be back with more as Pleasanton is headed to the state football championships with a 12-6 win over Overton. This is the New West Postgame Show on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. 
So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Well, it's a time of celebration for Pleasanton and a time to reflect on uh, how much fun this Overton football team uh, had throughout the year. One thing about them, uh, after those first couple of games, uh, they 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 had some fun ones out there, yeah. and uh, we got to see uh, a few of them here this uh, year on Power 99 or the Breeze 94.5, and uh, we got to see a lot of Pleasanton and uh, making that deep run here in the state football playoffs. If you're headed home, Monday night football is on ESPN 1460 or 1550 AM. The Chiefs have a 7-6 lead over the Chargers, two minutes to go before halftime. And, Randy, uh, just kind of some final thoughts on this football game. Well, again, if you're Overton, you just got to be kicking yourself because the mistakes that you made, uh, you know, the turnovers, uh, the penalties, obviously the block, block punt, which – isn't so much a mistake as it was a great play by Pleasanton. And you really can look at this from the other side of the coin. Pleasanton, yeah, they they weren't able to really offensively do much with the football today, but their defensive side was really good. They blocked the punt, which also gets into the head of both the punter and the long snapper the next time that they have to punt. So that one play really kind of helped you with both touchdown drives. Uh, getting you that good field position. So, yeah, Pleasanton got outplayed statistically, but they came up with the big plays, and and that was that's huge, and that's that's a big moment in this football game from the Pleasanton side, and from the Overton side, you go, you know, we this is one we really should have had, and that that sticks with you. That's going to last a long time. You can watch and pick out so many uh, on this football game. How about Jackson Keyshaw's 
shoestring tackle yeah. here on what was going to be maybe a touchdown after they had fumbled that pitch back here at the five-yard line, and Lobby got a big hole over the left side, and they saved that. And then you get the hold down here when the ball would have been moved inside the 25-yard line, the play before the pick, the the holding him to a field goal, the holding him at the two-yard line, so many things in this football game. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's what you, it takes. you mentioned it before. It's game of inches. I mean, and a few times we've had conversion attempts on fourth down, and they miss it by four inches. No doubt about it. We'll take a final break, and that'll wrap things up uh, here on Power 99, 12-6 Pleasanton. Last break, and we're back with you on the New West Post Game Show. Amigos Build It Burritos and Bowls come in two sizes, regular and really big. They all start with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice, and then you custom build it with layer upon layer of flavor. There's three meats to choose from, two beans, three veggies, and three homemade sauces. For an amazing taste combination, try the new queso sauce with shredded pork. When it's cold outside, the perfect on-the-go meal is a queso build it burrito or bowl at Amigos. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Well, this time of the year, you even have more listeners. You have more folks that attend the ball games because it's deep in the playoffs and you want to see how things play out. Appreciate all those. Uh, sending some messages in tonight and uh, being a big sponsor from Overton, Pleasanton, and the surrounding area. A great response, and we're looking forward to taking one more step. Uh, Pleasanton, Humphrey, St. Francis, next week, 2.15 pregame, 2.45 kickoff on Power 99. All the games as well on ESPN 14.60 and 15.50. And we'll have the Sutton game with Oakland Craig on the breeze, 94.5, next Tuesday at 2.45. 12 to 6. Pleasanton wins it. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau and Carney and Randy. Doesn't take much tonight. The third play of the game after a three and out to start the game for Pleasanton. The third offensive uh, snap, a 55-yard run by Ryan Lobby. The two-point run was no good. 8.53 to go in the first quarter. It's 6 to nothing, and that would be your score at half. We had a couple of plays that were uh, close. Eckel had a fumble recovery at the five-yard line, then a fumble called an incomplete pass.
pass that over on a three that could have given Pleasanton another short field. Uh, Overton was at the one, and two penalties stopped them, and they were unable to convert, and that kept the score 6 nothing at halftime. The only score in the third quarter, a uh, what looked to be a shovel pass, uh, ruled a fumble that Jackson Keyshaw scooped up and ran 15 yards back for a touchdown. That all resulted in the block punt. You had the block punt that was recovered at the two, but Overton kept them out on four straight plays. Mm-hmm. The very next offensive play, Lobby takes it out to the 17. They try that little shovel pass out here. There was some pressure up the middle from Pleasanton that blew the play up, and uh, Keyshaw returned it. The conversion run was no good, 6-6. Six to six. And then uh, there's a bunch of team back and forth, uh, going forward on fourth, not being able to make it. And then uh, Pleasanton recovers a fumble of the punt snap over Kohanek's head at the three-yard line. Two plays later, uh, Keyshaw gets in. The conversion was no good. In between there, they had missed a 25-yard field goal uh, from Grady Chandler trying to take a nine-point lead. And then the final play uh, of significance, Brady Klein comes down with a pick at the two-yard line, and they are able to take a knee. And the final score, Pleasanton 12, Overton 6. Our scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau agent. And again, for Pleasanton, you have to kind of feel like you're a team of destiny now. That's really kind of the approach you have to go, taking on the uh, number one seed from the east and an undefeated squad. You have to kind of feel like we are the team of destiny. you got to go in there with that confidence. And you know what? The folks from Overton are going to be rooting for you, too. Well, like I said, they're going to meet on the basketball court. I plan on being there. We will tell you one final time. Burwell over Dundee County Stratton, 28-10. to Osceola High Plains now leads Cross County, 27-14 in the third quarter in D1. Humphrey St. Francis beat Fall City Sacred Heart, 24-16. They'll get the Pleasanton Bulldogs Monday afternoon after a 12-6 win over Overton. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Nick Grimes, for Randy Bushcutter, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening on a beautiful night for football, Pleasanton 12, Overton 6. We'll talk to you next Monday from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.